What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Jim. Good morning, everybody. And we got uh, a seasoned vet, Linda, joining us today. Morning, My second Linda. time. Good yeah. morning. <laughs> By the way, Linda did have, she held the record for a while. Her podcast was the first one to go over 400, so yeah, we expect big things today. And then... Uh, First, first time guest, we got Ryan, Big Hungry, aka Big Empty, <laughs> Emerling. In the house. Good morning, everybody. Yes, what's up, morning, man? Morning, Ryan. Morning, Linda. <clears throat> I would like to point out Ryan was an hour late today. Because of dispatch. Well, <laughs> because hour of... Hour late for, for the podcast? Because yep. he was an hour early. Oh, no, yeah. 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 yeah, he was probably, an hour early. He probably, yeah, left, he probably left two hours early, but he was an hour late to the podcast because of me, actually. I didn't I didn't send the email out that he was joining us today. So. Yep. <clears throat> As a reminder, oh, let's do the Pledge of Allegiance before okay. we go yeah. any further. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Yep. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. We're ready to rock and roll. We're a little rusty. We took a week off. So just as a reminder, anything you hear on this podcast today is not the opinion of JFW. It's just Ryan and Linda's opinion. (laughs) So keep that in mind. (laughs) Episode 40 stats, we had 337 total down, uh, excuse me, 337 downloads, and we're at 13,342 total downloads. Wow. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, it's pretty big. And we have a new country that has, that has listened. You may need to help me with this. I think it's pronounced Brunei or Brunei, Jerusalem, and it's, uh, it's a country that's part of the island of Indonesia. I took my map down. So, oh wait, is it here? Is that isn't that just cool and weird all at the same time yeah. that we have yeah. somebody that follow, listens to it, or finds it, or clicks on it, or it would be pretty cool and weird if they listened again, right? You know? Yeah, so that yeah. could just be somebody. Ooh, Channel Twenty Three. What's what, that? What is that? Yeah. yeah. So, could just be the title. But yep. hey, if you listen again, welcome. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. Glad glad to have you. Well, it's time for the Dad Joke Challenge. Ryan Emerling, you are the newest one, and you're a dad, so All right. bring it to us. All right. So uh, I started reading a, a horror book recently in Braille, <laughs> and uh, something bad's going to happen. I can feel it. Oh, <laughs> I like it. That's good, man. That's good. Rookie of the year. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Rookie of the pot. Are you turning Love red? Those. He's turning yeah. red from his own dad joke. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Super Dave. That would have went over his head. Oh. You know, he he might have missed that one. But right? yeah, kind of like that, Ryan. So, you know, we've had it about horror books. We've had jokes about guns. You know, Jam likes his, I think he's wearing it, gun puns I right got today. My, he's got his I t-shirt got my on. got gun pun shirt on. <laughs> yep. I've made jokes about NASA, belts, golf, tennis, magicians, covered it all. So I was trying to come up with some... Jokes about planes and stuff, but I just couldn't get them to land right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, I can't take credit. Thanks, Rick Gray. That was a, that was a good one. He, he sent it to me. That's funny. Linda? 
Okay. It's time Mine for your mama jokes. Of, I don't know if everybody knows that Jim's one of Jim's daughters is a nurse. Oh, yeah. And then do you know why nurses like red crayons? Why? Mm. Because sometimes they have to draw blood. <laughs> uh, I like uh, that. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. That was, that was, yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, you already noticed my gun pun shirt. <laughs> Hope it doesn't trigger you. Uh-huh. But, uh, <laughs> what do you call a gun that cries? Gun that cries. Wow. A wet weapon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How about a musketeer? Oh. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> As you guys probably could tell, Super Dave and Brother Dave are not here. So, yep. thank you, Ryan, for the ba da ba. That's usually <laughs> that's usually brother Dave. So, uh, new drivers and other employees. We got Don, Donald Fanoff is back on the night in the shop on the night crew. So, welcome back, Donald. Good yeah. to see you. We got Todd Dahl and Jonathan Contreras joined the the fleet, and then we got Garrett Feikema. He joined the dispatch team. Yeah, welcome yeah. everybody. Welcome everybody, welcome to the family. Yep. And then celebrations, big celebration. Dwayne and Jen San got married on August 6th. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. You guys. I was, before we started, I was like, is that a typo or he just, just now tied the knot? Or? He just he now tied, just the, tied the, knot. the knot. That is, yeah. aw- that is awesome, correct? Yes. Congratulations, yeah, you guys. Congratulations. The pictures are lovely. I'll send yeah. them over to yeah, you. I got you, permission yeah. to share them. Yeah, did they go any place or just, just a venue here or I, something? I think or? it's here. It's a yeah. lovely venue. Yeah, oh, it's really awesome. pretty and everybody always looks so happy in wedding yeah. pictures and stuff. I, I noticed something about it looked like the ring bearers they had like some t-shirt that said security on it or something like that i think did they did yeah, yeah i didn't yeah. pay that yeah i was looking yeah. at the faces they they did some cool little things oh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm super happy for Dwayne and jen and yeah it's it's a big deal so congratulations yeah congratulations yeah. yeah absolutely other anniversaries we got some jfw anniversaries some big ones we got john moore hit five years on tuesday august wow. 2nd Vince Meekins and Vince Meekin hit two years, and Nat Bisignano hit one year on August 3rd. Jimmy Villagrana hit his five years on Friday, August 5th. And then Vincent, you know, he likes to be called Sense. That's what he wanted on his anniversary shirt. Like dollars and cents? I think so. Oh, so oh Vincent that's cool. I didn't sense know that. Or Vincente Sense. Oh, oh, maybe from Vincente. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Anyway, Vincent Elisario hit one year on uh, August 9th. That was yesterday. So, Congratulations, yeah. everybody. Yeah. 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 Congratulations. We talk about it all the time. The five years just fly by. The one nah. year flies by. It's, yeah. It's all good stuff. Thank you guys so much for your service and being here. Absolutely. Birthdays. We had Leo Montez. He had a birthday on August 6th, this past Saturday. And then Dennis Viscara's birthday is tomorrow. Yeah. Ooh, happy nice. birthday, yeah. Dennis. Happy birthday, brother. He's not retiring tomorrow, is he? Is he? I think he's got a couple months left. I okay. Don't know. He's talking about it because of his age. But yeah, we'll, I think. I don't know if he has an exact we'll date yet. Yeah. Does he? I, I, I don't ta- know. I talked to him last week, last weekend or something, and. I don't know. He made some comment about being old, so maybe he was he was feeling his birthday coming or something. Uh, he just needs to hit a sweat lodge and that'll rejuvenate. <laughs> there you go. Get him get him young again. That's there it. You go. Young of mind. <laughs> Absolutely. Family birthday celebrations. We got Christina, Paul Martinez's wife, had a birthday on July thirty first. Then Jesse, Amber's husband, had a birthday on August fourth. 
he already wanted he already responded and wanted to tell everybody thank you and he thought that was very kind and thoughtful so you're welcome jesse we hope to meet you one day and then uh joanne's husband tj he had a birthday on august 5th so happy birthday tj and then jesus varela's daughter everly she turned six this week so happy birthday oh, cool. happy yeah. birthday yeah, yeah. yeah all happy good birthday, birthdays everybody. and then that that big six uh, yeah. right the big six right. <laughs> that's when they start knowing everything <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, shout outs we got um fred powell but, wanted can, can oh you, can you take i'm just take, take a breath take a deep breath you oh, have you have a lot of them i mean it I is know. good this week whether we whether we missed a week or not there is you guys there is a sheet of shout outs so yeah. i'm I'm proud of everybody. So take a deep breath, Jim, and, and lay it out, buddy. <laughs> Let me start stretching here. So Fred Powell, he wanted to give us uh, some feedback. It's not really a shout-out. It's more about feedback. But he says, hey, buddy, here's my feedback. Today's podcast was awesome, referring to the one two weeks ago, which is the one after we got pretty political. And Fred really enjoyed that, I know. Anyway, <laughs> he said, I really enjoyed it. First off, I want to give a shout-out to all the guys that volunteered to help out with the bulking last couple months. It's a whole different animal than Endum side, and it definitely requires super early start times and has its own challenges. That being said, we, JFW and the Bulk Division, couldn't have done it without all the help. Secondly, I'm all about how much of a difference a positive attitude makes Attitude is everything. Life is 10% and what happens to you. Oh, no. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. And finally, I just want to express my gratitude for having such an awesome job and getting the opportunity to be part of this company and its people. Have a great afternoon, buddy. So really great feedback from Fred. Thanks, Fred. I know Fred's feeling the pressure this week with Rob White gone. He's and doing a great job, though. He is doing yeah. a great job. And yes. he, and yeah. you, you put out an email this morning, Lydia. He cares. Yeah. He cares a lot. He wants it to be perfect. And oh, yeah. We, we've had some challenges, but at the end of the day yesterday, the last thing, one of the last things he said is, everybody got everything they ordered. Yeah. So great yeah, job, Freddie, and yeah. appreciate the shout-out, and thank you for everybody that's been helping, like Fred said. So it does take a village, and we need more help. I mean, we might as well just talk about the bulk of division a little bit right now. We have one guy, well, two guys that are normally bulking out sick. Mm -hmm. Then we have an additional two guys out tomorrow and three guys out on Monday. So we're calling everybody for help. You know, if you've bulked before, you know how to bulk. Oh, I just thought of somebody else. You know who knows how to bulk is Vince Meekins. We might need oh, to tap Vince into him. Oh, Vince might help out, yeah. Yeah, you know, so. Because you called Rick, right? Rick, and, Rick, Ray, and Leo all got a text message. Ray's the only one that responded. Oh. Yeah, he said he could help tomorrow, not Friday, but then help on Monday again. So, okay. Yeah, yeah we, we need you guys' help, and it sounds like a broken record, and. When you read when you read that jam, I could hear Freddie talking to you like, "Hey, buddy," you know. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And you could just you could just hear him, you know. But yeah. he's he's not only you know all those guys have stepped up. We've we've got a cement shortage going on. We're we're hauling all over the place. We bought you know the five trailers. That's not enough. We got Rob on vacation this week, yeah. and and Freddie's not just walking the walk and talking the talk. I mean, he stepped up with a great attitude. He's taking it personally. He's filling in. Yeah. You know, when Rob does it, all the other guys bulking, they're doing the same thing. Yep. And, and, you know, and I, and I know, I, you know, Rick and the rest of the guys we asked to help out, we just, we need help. And, 
you said it, it it's the village yeah. you know and and I know there's a different saying to go with that, but I in a meeting yesterday, I said, it takes a village to run a trucking company. Absolutely. it's JFW's a living, breathing monster. Yeah. And yeah, the, yeah. the Bulker division is like a satellite, living, breathing monster. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> right here, like you know. You said it's a different animal for it sure. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Ryan, you want to bulk tomorrow? If you need me Perfect. To. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <Yeah. laughs> Couldn't even answer. Yeah, so Fred has been carrying... First of all, Rob Rob White makes it look easy. Yeah, he does. And you know, Freddie jumping in there, he is doing great. But we've been looking at it a little bit and all the moving parts and pieces, and it's a tough gig. And then, you know, the plants don't really help. You know, it's they don't make it easier. No. You know, we had a plant not want to stay open the other day. They're short. They need it. But, oh, you can't deliver it right now. So then we have to ask somebody to do it in the morning, which puts them back an hour, which when you're trying to go to Laramie a couple times a day and an hour in the morning is, is yeah. killer. So. I actually caught a glimpse of that a little bit yesterday with Freddie at Union. Um, he was in there. You know, we got trucks trying to come in and deliver material, and there was quite a bit of material in there. And he, you know, pretty much quarterbacked the whole thing, trying to get his guys lined out. <laughs> right. Trying to, you know, communicate with the drivers. Hey, hold on just a second. Let me get in here, pull around so yep. I can back up, this and that. So you yep. did a great job. Yeah, yeah, both for Rob and Freddie. It's not like those guys are sitting here at the office, right? Right. Telling guys where to go and what to do. They're out doing it and dispatching the other trucks. It's uh it's quite the right. It's quite the project. And it takes such a finesse for blowing off and you know doing stuff you want to do it quickly quickly and then all of a sudden you can't do it too quickly because you clog everything up so make mistakes or whatnot it kind of yeah kink in the chain for sure yeah Yeah. Yeah. and when when everything's so tight one little thing you know guy gets a flat tire exponentially yeah you know that that's a big deal it's not just you know jim you, you made a great call this morning well let's fix the tire while he's blowing off we don't need a Wait for him to get done and limp it over here. And, I mean, every minute counts. So, right. Yeah, it's, yep. it's quite money, the deal. For sure. Let's see. Gilbert Rodriguez, a.k.a. Gilly, or Linda, you started calling him G-Rod. He wants to give a shout-out to Austin Lovejoy for always being willing to help and go the extra step to try to make things a little easier. Austin is one of the first guys to offer help on the radio. You know, he's, he is. Yep. Absolutely. He's been some places. He knows some places. And, you know. He might be one of the first guys I call if I need to know how to get around one of right. these. One of these. Yep. Good yeah, good guys. You know, there's a lot of times where um, we have uh, plants that we don't, you know, normally go to. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, that I haven't even been to, yeah. and it's nice to hear that. You know, hey, I haven't been here before. You know, and he jumps on right away. Hey, yeah. I've been there. Yep. You know, walks you right through it, so it's great. Been there, done that. Yeah. Kind of reminds me a little bit of like Pup used to be able to do that. Oh, okay. Because he used to jump in because yeah. he, he had a knack for remembering where everything was and every little detail, even if it had been four or five years since he'd been there. Uh-huh. He's like, well, uh, I think you did it. And he could tell you exactly where to go. And Austin's a little bit like that. He's been a lot of places and can remember, oh, hey, you can awesome. go in here and turn left at the second stop sign and go from here. So That's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes I forget how to get here in the morning. So. <laughs> <laughs> My mind's just someplace else. Was like, right. Oh, is that light green or red? Right. Why am I on I twenty five South? That's right. Really weird. right. Hey, and just uh, it's funny you mentioned pup uh, Ray Stroop, and uh, I was just I'm sure Rick could answer better than I can. But 
How long has it been? I mean, he, he, he was a team member. You guys have passed away, had some health issues and passed away, but he'd still be here today. And, man, a wealth of information. He was yeah. a lot like Chris Beam and, and uh, you know, tease Chris about being Google. But you could ask Ray stuff, and he would just spit it out. It, yeah. was, it was great. Yeah, Ray, Ray was here when I was driving, and he was actually the Frito guy. Oh, yeah. And I remember a few times he wasn't doing Frito or whatever, but I – I try to, you know, I'd, I'd find an experienced guy and just try to chase him. Right. And then, yeah, I couldn't, Make, couldn't keep up with Ray. Made it look easy. Made it yeah. look yeah. easy for him. Holy yeah. cow. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I could tell you because I remember he passed right before I came back. So it's probably, I want to say, four years last month. Oh, wow. It makes Jim. sense. You know, ah. somewhere around there. So rest in peace, Ray. Yep. Yeah. And that, I don't know. Some of that, even time, some of that doesn't heal, does it? No. You know, I mean, it just, there's that. Still makes that, you sad. There's that hole, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. Amber wants to give a shout out to the shop in the wash bay for keeping the truck running, keeping the trucks running, and looking shiny, especially in this heat. Everybody knows it's been hot out, so. Yep. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and I, I heard everybody talking. I think, uh, oh, who was it? Somebody was talking about the girls, what a great job they do in the shop and stuff like that. And, and no doubt the girls out there are doing a great job in the shop. But we also have one of the girls' dads, Josh, yep. is out there scrubbing. And Grandpa, right? Yep. Right, yep. Uh, Rich. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a it's family. A, it's a family and a team effort. And, yep. and we just lost somebody, though, right? Uh, yeah, Joey. Joey. You know, Joey, you know. For no fault of his own, you know, it just wasn't working out right now. He's hoping to come back. We're hoping he comes back. In the meantime, Rich did hire a guy yesterday, and that's Dustin Romero Jr.'s buddy. Oh, okay. So we got somebody else coming, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, we got three generations in the wash bay right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I I hate to, I don't want to burst, like, rain on Amber's parade, but they're so creative, they have a mister in there now. And you walk through the door into the wash bay, and it's like, cooling them. It's cool. Oh wow, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Well, they have the water, right? Yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I have a good story. This past weekend, I went with my younger sister to her 40th high school reunion, and we were talking to people there, and they're like, "Oh, where are you?" And I'm like, "I work for a trucking company," and you know, "Oh, really?" And what is it, JFW? Are those the shiny red trucks I see all over? And I was like, "Yes, they are." Yeah. <laughs> so heard. shout out to the wash bay for that. That was yeah. kind of kind of cool to know that they've seen our trucks and you know that they're all nice shiny red trucks so that's yeah. really cool i had the same thing happen to me this weekend Did oh you? the shiny red trucks yeah that's the first thing they say yeah yeah, yeah and it, this funny linda my 40th is this weekend my 40th high yeah. school i was gonna say not oh, your wow. birthday <laughs> <laughs> thanks <laughs> uh, yeah time flies time flies oh yeah 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 uh, the next chat. Well, Linda, this is your shout out. Oh, I yeah. wrote this outline before we knew you were coming on, so you might as well give this one. Well, just thanking everybody for hanging in there with all the heat that we've been having, the pit changes, everything that's going on, all the changes that we're doing. Um, we know it's frustrating, and we know it's you know hard to keep up on everything and what's going on. So, just thank you to everybody for hanging in and keeping going. And you know, the summer is our really busy time, and we just have to try and get through the, the summer months where we're crazy, crazy, and then we slow down a little bit, which in dispatch makes it a little bit more crazy because we worry about keeping everybody working and their pays coming in and stuff. So that for dispatch is actually more stressful 
than it is in the summertime when we're really busy. So hang in there. We'll keep going and, you know, call dispatch if you have any questions. But I just wanted to thank everybody um, for all your help and late loads and early loads and everything else that is making a difference. Awesome. Thank you, Linda. (coughs) Ryan, you got a couple shout outs and I'll get back to mine. I need a break. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Take a breath, Jeff. (laughs) No, yeah. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Charlie, uh, the night guy, Coors and Potter and Chris Beam for uh, stepping up um, when uh, we were shorthanded the other night and uh, handling Coors and getting the job done. I really appreciate that. And uh, also to Charlie and, and Potter for um, texting or calling me and letting me know that, uh, my truck was preloaded with Coors. It's, it's nice knowing, um, what I have or what I'm going to walk into in the morning. That way I can sure. plan my day out. You know, if I, I know the night before, if I can, if I'm preloaded, I can come in a little earlier and like I said, capitalize on right. my dispatch, you know, you make that count. Yeah. You make doesn't pay count. to leave at six when you're preloaded. Right. For a day. Yeah. It's just nice knowing, you know, Knowing's yeah. half the battle. What time did you leave this morning? Uh, I left about 4.30 okay. this morning. Yeah, so again, I dropped the ball. I didn't let dispatch know that uh, Ryan should be on the do not fly list because typically you'd run like a Friday 12 and we'd do the podcast. Right. right, and that's what I was dispatched for, for sure, yeah. Right, so, so the fact that you were preloaded and you knew you were preloaded, you got a text last night, I'm yes. assuming? Yes, Potter called early. me, yeah. Yeah, he left early and here we are just a little bit late. Yep. So. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. Any more? Uh we have here shout outs nope that's i have one i can sneak in there too for ryan because he not only worked super late one night because of the sweet water uh coors told us that oh yeah we can pick it up in the morning and then they got a panic call and said it has to go it's it's overflowing so it went from it'll be fine to oh my gosh go get it uh, ryan spent i think you got back at 9 30 oh it was (laughs) something terrible yeah yeah (laughs) But. Terrible on that to get the job done. And then the following night, I called upon him again to help out with Coors because we had call-outs, so he kind of worked later into the evening again to help yeah. bridge the gap for another, For I think it was Potter coming in uh, to run the night crew on that. So yeah. it was just... And yeah. he's bulking tomorrow, so big shout-out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just got to keep raising the bar, yeah. right? But thank yeah. you, Ryan. Yeah, that was absolutely. very, very helpful. Yeah, yep. absolutely. We got to get the job done, you know. One hundred percent. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, and I, I, I got to give you a pat on the back, Ryan. Um, I seen you come down the street because I was, you know, when Ryan gets here, we're going to do the podcast and stuff. And I seen you come down the street, and you know, you've been out late, you've been out early, you, you know, you volunteered for for uh, bulking tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, you guys, and and we talk about it all the time. And the reason I'm I'm bringing this up is with all that, you know. Ryan had to get going this morning. He's running a little late for the podcast, which is no big deal and stuff like that. But he turned to come in the driveway, and that cab didn't bounce one inch. Ah. It's as slick and as smooth and cares for himself, cares for the truck. You know, and there's, there's lots of guys that do that. Lots of guys get just kind of blinders, you know, and you just bounce in the driveway. You're not thinking about all that stuff. And class act, Ryan. I got, oh, I got to give you a pat on the back. Oh, you know, man. I... One of the other guys that I, I see pull in a lot of times like that is is Jesse. Huh. You know, nice and slow. I've I've seen Rick, you know, do the same thing when he was in this yard, and Rosario and Oswaldo, and you know, uh, we've we've yeah, it's just good. So a pat on the back, buddy. Well, no matter no matter what was going on, you cared for yourself and that truck, right? And it looked and it's 
that's that cigarette butt out the window yeah. thing and how you look. And yep. I and I seen how you looked this morning, right. and you were well, a one. Thank you. Yep. You could tell a lot by the way somebody pulls into the driveway. Oh, so yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy who did a really great job leaving the yard this morning was Ray Davis. He came out so slow, I thought he was messing with me, and <laughs> I, I almost put the jeep in park because it's like, all right, bro. I thought there was a trainee that never drove before, but yeah. yeah. So good job, Ray. Yeah, L- listening to you say that, that you know, you could tell so much by way a person drives, you know, it comes in a driveway jam. I'm thinking, oh, is that like, you know, judging a book by its cover? And I'm like, no, we have the book open. Right. And we're reading the first page, you know, like, or two or three pages in. Okay, he can drive the truck, you know, shifting. Okay, we got automatics. But how did he come in that driveway? Yeah. Chapter one. That yeah. is right. the first page. Right. And right. it's how you look when you're first mm-hmm. checking yeah. out a book. There yeah. you go. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this morning, but... Uh, you pulled in, somebody was pulling out, you said thank you, because they waited for you, and then uh, I, had, I had stopped, and then a four-wheeler came around me, I thought they were going down the street, nope, they were trying to get to JFW, but they couldn't wait for the JFW Jeep oh, to pull yeah, in, yeah. and do they you, ended up having to turn around. Do you think I noticed that? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably smelled it. <laughs> I was like, that car just went around jam. Yeah. Which I'll is just, fine. I've had that happen before, but they usually keep going and go to work, not to the same place. The, the good thing, though, is, you know, like we, we, we talk, you know, was that light green or red? You know, maybe not paying attention, but they didn't go all the way in the driveway, Jim. Right. They stopped. Yeah. They were like, oh, shit, that yeah. was whoever. We got trucks coming out. Then they had you know, to go it's turn the, around. Right, you know, it's, yeah. what's, it's what we preached. They stopped. Yeah. You know, so yep. good, good, bad, good, yeah. you know, but it's it's working out. Entertaining is what I like to say. So. <laughs> but yeah, Jim and Dave were coming in one day and they were coming up, up down Newport and one of our drivers passed them on the hill getting oh, here. Oh, wow. Yeah. In the snow that morning. Yeah. yeah. She, she don't work here no more. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Had a conversation. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, too, you guys, if you, you know, if you drive your your vehicle like that your personal vehicle at some point you're driving your your car like that oh, or your truck, your truck like, like that, that your right. big truck like that you know I, I just i just joked with holly going home the other night she followed me home and you know 270 is just piece of shit basically yeah uh-huh. you know and i moved over to the side and she kind of moved the other way and I, I know she hit the the one you know harder than what i did you know and when i got home i said Hey, do me a favor. Can you go around some of those bumps, you know, joking with her? And she's like, which ones? <laughs> and I was like, all of them. Yeah. That's like, funny. Come on, help me out. So, yeah. Uh, funny <laughs> stuff. James Gallegos wants to give a shout out to Ricky, the mechanic. James had a problem with his truck. Ricky showed up super fast and got him rolling. Got him rolling pretty quick. So shout out to Ricky. Love seeing other people than drivers get shout outs. So good job. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Andrew Fetner wants to give a shout-out to Oswaldo for pointing out a broken exhaust bracket on his truck. So good job, Oswaldo. And we talk about while you're pre-tripping or post-tripping your truck, look at the other trucks. Maybe you'll see something somebody in, somebody else didn't catch. Yeah, we and also, how, we're all, yeah, I'm sorry, oops, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I said we're all human. You know, we miss stuff. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> and how know. nice is it that Fetner took that as a positive thing rather than like, mind your own business, it's right. my truck. So yeah. I that's know it's a, broke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they were saying, you know. Or even, <laughs> right. why would I want to talk about that on a podcast? Because some guys will say, well, why didn't 
You know yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. you so, did it. And yeah. somebody Shout else did. Shout out to so. Andrew for that. Yeah, Good for job, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. that JFW culture right there. Yeah. I swear yeah, we're, we're rubbing off on people. Yeah. It's getting good. And then uh, let's see. Brother Dave wants to give Casey a shout out for busting his ass Saturday, getting the new loader and all three attachments in one run. So nice job, Casey. And then I uh, wants to give a shout out to Ron Bugler, Potter, Chris Beam, and Ryan for covering Night Cores. Dispatch for handling all the AI changes on Saturday. Everyone really stepped up and killed it. So great shout out from Brother Dave. When I see that coming from Brother Dave, that makes me happy. Like, okay, yeah, we had a yeah. Saturday where Brother Dave's proud of people. Good things happen. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. And, and I'll, <clears throat> and I'll mention it a little bit later. I mean, talk about it down farther on, on Yard 23. But to finish the shout-outs or add to the shout-outs is, you know, everybody moving last Friday. You know, everybody did oh, a fantastic yeah. job. You know, Casey, you know, went and got the loader that Saturday you know, we had all the rain Sunday. Yard 23 is a freaking mess, you guys. It's it's so muddy over there, and everybody worked through that. I didn't hear a lot of complaints. Guys even called say, hey, it's soft over here. It's muddy over here. We're trying to do this, you know. I think Pat had to show up early Monday morning and pull trucks out even. And so, you know, it, it is all just a work in progress. But you know, when you talk about the culture, Jan, that – you just see it, you know, mm -hmm. and we just keep working and building on it, you know, and it's, it feels so good to have people work together and, and get through that. And, and yeah, so the, we got, the other thing would be, uh, JR, uh, Pat, Scooby, Kendrick, you know, Scooby's been just killing himself in a piece of equipment all day long. He got the bottom of that pond mucked out him basically by himself with the big loader. You know, they're all working over there running loaders now. They filled in driving one day. You know, oh, lots yeah. of the village. Yeah, man, right. The village is just just crushing it right now. So yep. thank, thanks, everybody. Yeah, that safety director position is demanding. Oh, it's a lot of safety, yeah. isn't it? When you're yeah. in that loader, bucketed <laughs> mud out of the bottom. Yeah, we got some safety going. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty demanding division, and you got to wear a lot of hats yeah. doing that job. So good job, guys. Yeah, we had that, we had that meeting jam, and I, I mean, <clears throat> meant to bring it up in the meeting. The safety guys. I was like, we need to come up with a different name. Because we're we're all about safety, but that's not what <laughs> that's not what a lot of the time they're doing or any of us are doing. You know, it's it's they're so the, many hats. They're the everything guys. They are the free safeties. <laughs> free the free safety, safety. Right. They are, right? <laughs> the free safety directors. Just fly <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. That free uh, safety better picked him up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> or, or her up, right? There you go. There you go. Uh Felipe. Manny Velasquez's son wanted to say something. He said, good morning, Mr. Jam. Well, this is Manny speaking. Good morning, Mr. Jam. Just want to let you know that Felipe said, thank you for all the birthday wishes, and thank you so much for the birthday card and gift card. He says, much appreciated. And to tell my boss, Jim, thank you for the words of encouragement to keep his grades up and do good school. So, good, yeah. good. Cool. Yep. Again, I said it for everybody, student, athlete. It's yep. going to get yep. you a little farther. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yep. All right. Everybody done with their shout outs? I actually have one more shout oh, out. Okay. Um, I just want to uh, shout out to all the drivers from the East Yard that came over and shuttled us, all the West Yard guys, back to the, the old yard to get our cars. I really appreciate that, Rick, 006, and, yeah. and Jim Sr. Thank yeah. you guys for doing that. Yep. I really appreciate that. I think we all do. 
I think yeah, senior Sam. senior took the most people. Yeah, Sam came back down too. Did he? Yeah, he nice. took the pickup load. Dave's son. So yeah, Ryan, That's good awesome. good job. Yeah, you just don't you can't cover everything when there's I don't so know, much. Sounds goofy, but there's a lot of good. Yeah, and you can't can't say enough <clears throat> right about the good. Yeah. yeah. I also missed uh, missed a shout out. Thank you, Linda, for pointing out my inefficiencies. I want everybody to get their shout outs Absolutely. in, not to point I, out your inefficiencies. <laughs> I tease. I tease. Nobody would have known. <laughs> I tease. Leo Montez. So yesterday we had uh, one of the bulker drivers go down. He got sick. Had to go home. Leo Montez. Uh, Pretty much just took over. He met the driver at Central, picked up that that bulk of the pneumatic tanker, and went to the Boca division and ran a Laramie for us. So yeah. thanks, Leo, for you know that's kind of a big deal. We think oh he just did his job, but we could have called ten people and been like oh, I ain't going to Laramie. Nope. Yeah, I'm not so, going to Fries. I mean, it's it's not like just going to Fries or running up yeah, to. We need a, we need to change your dispatch. Yeah, we can you go to another state? <laughs> right. Yeah. So great <laughs> right. job, Leo. <laughs> And we expect that from you again tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan's helping. Yep. (laughs) All right. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast, the discussion. Linda, I said you're a seasoned vet. You pointed out this is your second podcast, but you were the the record holder. So what's been going on? What's new in Dispatch? What, what do you want to address today? We have lots of changes. As you know, the Brandon pits are now all closed on Saturday. Mm. The reason they did that is because of the cement shortage. Uh-huh. Um, they're being allocated X amount of loads of cement during the week. So they've even cut back some of their uh, cement that they're doing for other people. They're you know trying to tighten everything up and make sure they're getting everything covered just like we do. So, I mean, it's different company, different industry, but kind of still the same problems having to make sure they get everybody covered and all their customers done so that's a that's a big change that we're doing we did we're able to pick up a lot of loads from aggregate industry now so we're running out of distal on saturdays we're running out of different pits going to new places and new asphalt plants to try and keep everybody uh, working and doing stuff so that's exciting news um i went over the cement shortage again that's gonna for the foreseeable future, I guess. I don't know. My crystal ball's in the shop, so I don't know what's going to go with that. So. It doesn't look like it's ending, does it, Linda? It, I mean, I thought I thought three or four weeks of not pulling here or no Saturdays. Right. And you'd get this, this abundance of cement built up, and it would just kind of go away. And yeah. I, I don't see it, and obviously you're, you're yeah. Well, and the same thing's kind of happening with rock and sand. We keep switching our pits around, as yeah. everybody knows, mm-hmm. and that's because we're depleting the stockpile that they've built up for their rock or their sand and so now we're having to switch to another location i can only imagine how hard that is for the cement people the concrete people you know changing their mix formulas or you know everything's got a little bit different specs and you know i mean it's 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 affecting everybody it's not just us it has a huge ripple effect that goes out all over the place so that's a big thing we've also started to get and have been searching out and um kind of aggressively looking for more salt stuff salt and summer um so we're doing a lot more rail cars um on that whether it's the blue salt we have like blue salt purple salt white salt (laughs) pink salt we've got all kinds of stuff that we're sending everywhere it's really important though when everybody does that to make sure that they're cleaning out because salt and concrete do not go together so that we don't want that on that yeah you guys have been doing a great job 
coming up with other things to do. So, you know, we hear cement shortage or, you know, all these things. Well, man, we come up with 1,700 tons from AI last weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then all the salt. And so it's just nice to see, you know, we, we talk about you pull this lever, well, this one gets pushed. Yeah. Okay, yep. so we don't have this, but maybe we have this this week. So great job. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, and I, <clears throat> just, I, I don't want to get political, but I, I swear I just heard in the the news this weekend that we have the lowest unemployment rate that we've had in our nation in like three decades or two decades and stuff. Really? But when you talk to people about like the cement shortage, there's still a labor. They're, they're not getting labor. There's still a big parts shortage, you know, to be able to fix to fix their stuff uh, and you know and it all leads it trickles down where they, they can't fix their stuff they can't get labor they can and, and it's affecting everything and that's some of the weird stuff and you know they say we're not in a recession well it sure feels like a recession with right. the price of fuel and gas and you know our interest rates have went up home, home, uh, housing has finally slowed down groceries are up groceries are up ryan yeah it's it's so so weird you know and you know groceries and all that kind of stuff you've heard brother dave you know preach it that anything you get got delivered by us mm-hmm. and what if what do we use a lot of fuel you know not not just gravel haulers i'm talking all the trucks you know mm-hmm. and we're we're it we had to pass it on and everybody's pay, i'm paying for my own fuel when i go buy a chicken right right, right. You know, right. Yeah. yeah no kidding yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's it's weird linda i yeah. don't understand you know what's going on it's so. crazy just for people with fuel or gas for people with gas vehicles up on 119 and i-25 i paid 299 this morning for a gallon of gas really they're having a price war going on with that new qt like if you're going on the uh, way to lg firestone i'm sure all the guys have seen that yep. but mm-hmm. 299 for gasoline so yeah a couple a couple weeks ago we went by there and it was they were yeah. fighting over it so it was but, under a hundred dollars to fill the truck which i haven't done in a long time so. right but what's nice. so weird you guys is we, me and dave we go back and forth on what our fuel prices are what we're delivering mm-hmm. to our bulk tanks here and so what's today wednesday so monday night we finally broke four dollars nice. delivered here we were at 377 okay okay so you're like holy smokes coming down last night was 378 i mean i'm huh. sorry 387 huh. went back up 10 cents huh. i'm like why what, what 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 does that right you know I, I mean i don't even understand and people you ask you're like i don't know supply and demand well that doesn't make sense either yeah we all need a gas yesterday and we all need it today <laughs> right <laughs> yeah and we have this thing called the Keystone Pipeline. Just got to open <laughs> yeah. it up. Just turn that valve. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's in, when I worked out at Platte Sand and Gravel, they would come out and all the wells that are out there that they would get stuff. And one of the drivers told me that the crude that they get out of that area up there, you could almost put directly into really? your vehicle because it's so clean huh. on that. But we don't have the facilities here to process right. stuff that's that clean. Yeah, but well they got to send it to like Texas or yeah, something, it's, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very strange, all right. that stuff. So, uh, you know, the more you know, the more you're like, what? That can't be sense. right or, you know, huh. weird stuff. But yeah. along the lines for an, another new thing, we do have a new dispatcher. Mm-hmm. Angie has gone upstairs to help up with the accounting and everything. Yep. And we have Garrett, who started on Monday. So everybody will start hearing a new voice. It got a little 
taste of it last night with Garrett on the radio jumping in on that. So nice. uh, everybody welcome Garrett. We're really excited. He's got a lot of uh, dispatching background, knows trucks, knows, gets everything with, you know, our our stay loaded program, that kind of stuff, just mm-hmm. as, you know, getting up to speed. And his learning curve isn't really a curve. It's a straight up line. So that's kind of how it is when in dispatch. There's so much to learn and so much to remember in addition to the trucks and the drivers and the, you know, everything else. So yep. it's very nice to have him down there. Yeah. What the nice thing about Garrett was is we weren't looking for a dispatcher, mm-hmm. right? Garrett decided to relocate here from California with his wife. Uh, he was in a very similar industry, well, the exact same industry, but the company he worked for had 110 transfer dump trucks, right? So he, he kind of, he's done it all over there. He was a driver liaison. He was a safety guy. He was a dispatcher. I think so he started as a mechanic. He started as a mechanic, right? yeah. So very well, well-rounded guy, and we have a lot of hopes for Garrett. Yeah, super yeah. personality. Good you know, personality, and, and yeah. Again, good, gets it, doesn't Good he? culture fit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's how we ended up with Garrett. So, yeah, Super Dave came to us like, hey, I got an app. From a, for a dispatching position, but I think we really need to look at this guy because of what he's done. And yeah, it's well, fun. thank you, Super Dave. For today's today's his third day. Uh, it is, but it seems like he's been here a week. He he's <laughs> yeah, he's catching on to stuff, and he's been out to Colorado before, so he has general ideas of you know where he doesn't you know look for Fort Collins and goes down by Colorado Springs. So right. you know he's got he's got a pretty good grip he just has to get the more details and yeah. more details and more details yeah and hopefully <laughs> hopefully he listens or corrects if i have some of the stuff wrong and we'll correct it but i mean the company he came from was a lot like us mm-hmm. in california had that culture that we're trying to do and how they take care of their drivers and their dispatch and stuff and and he just wanted to make a change and, and he fell in love with california or colorado from mm-hmm. what i understand and i believe he's pretty newly married maybe a don't know maybe a year i think or so and that was his plan with him and his wife is to to live out here and and be part of it and yeah i think it's a I think it's a good good yeah. change for everybody, us and him. Yeah, yeah. His, the company he came from was a family-owned company, but yep. way bigger because they had um, satellite offices, I think, even in other states. I, uh, I think they just that. started but that, yeah. He said it was challenging to keep the family company feel with being so big and corporate. And I said, well, we can relate to that. It's challenging the more people we get here, yep. you yep. know, to try and touch everybody and see everybody and... Yeah, I'm putting my boxing gloves on right now because, and I'm not taking a shot at Garrett, but I would put our company culture, (laughs) (laughs) I'll put it against any company. Why would we not? In the the world, especially in the trucking industry. I'll second that. Yeah, Yeah, so not like we're trying to be. They might have a similar culture as, as ours, but I think we're an industry leader when it comes to culture. Yeah, and even, you know, just joking with you a little bit, even if we're not jammed, we're going to learn a lot from that company that's not. Right. Or or is, and yeah. soak it up and make yeah. the changes. You know, that knockout in that ring, if we get knocked out in the ring, huh. we'll get right back up yep. and, and go, what did we do wrong? Yep. Yeah, I'm going I'm to talk about it a little bit later in the discussion, but there's two, I've had two experiences with other companies recently I want to talk about, and we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah, so welcome, Garrett. Yep. Yeah, welcome, Garrett. Anything else going on, Linda? I, I no. think that's about it. Okay. I mean, 
Yeah, just keep jumping in. It's yeah. hard to tell what's new because everything changes so fast. It's yeah. something that's new last week is old this week. Right. How many <laughs> things changed since the last time you were here and then changed back to like it was when... Right, <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, yeah just, the, just the pit changes and keeping up and yeah, all yeah. that. It's just crazy and adding yeah. the salt and yeah. And yep. people, brand new people that are coming in. We've got some really good new drivers that are in here. So yeah. Super Dave is doing a great job on, yep. you know, getting great people that come in so yep and shout out to jr jr is filling in for super dave this week he's doing doing all the interviews calling all the candidates and and stuff like that plus i've dumped a lot of work on jr recently so he's been he's been kicking ass so yeah thanks jr ryan good to have you here you are a two-year guy the thing i like about you ryan is you do everything joyfully Right there's there's people that do everything and there's people that do it with a smile and there's people that do it joyfully and you're the guy that does it joyfully. You're also uh, a top earner here. I hope you don't mind me saying that, but you are the top ten. Well, I actually say you're in top five. Oh wow! In, pro- <laughs> in production, so kudos to you. And you'll see on the, on the notes I put you low maintenance and then I put a question mark after the word hardwired. So <laughs> okay. we all want to know what the secret sauce is. So tell us what plants you're Man, hardwired you, to. Did you, did, you, did you poke enough of the bear through all that, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> the hardwire thing, the yeah. low maintenance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we got, we're sending Ryan flowers right now. Sure, <laughs> we all want to know what plant you're hardwired on. Well, the the secret is is I'm not hardwired at all. Really? So you are top five and you're not hardwired? No, sir. I can't believe that. <laughs> that's a, that's amazing because everybody knows you got to be hardwired to make money here at JFW. I completely disagree. Yeah, proof is in the pudding. I mean, you're right, proving right. it. So you just do everything and anything. Yeah, and I think that's what makes me more a more efficient driver. Gotcha. Um, that's I I like I like variety. Um, nice. I don't mind doing hard wires there, you know, here yeah. and there. But for the most part, I like to the challenge of you know different jobs and just the breaks the monotony, of, gotcha. I guess, so to speak. Do you ever run Friday Plan Twelve? Of course. Huh. Do you ever do? Have you had to do the Friday the West at all? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So interesting to me. Yeah, just Morrison. Have you ever hauled out a Morrison? Have you ever dumped on the tarp at Morrison? I'm kidding. Don't jinx me, Jim. Right? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, honestly, do you do you really look at all the? Do you ever pay attention to what all the halls pay, Ryan? Do you go over that or study that or? To be honest with you, I I really don't. I really don't. I just. You just haul. I just haul. I just haul. I just. I mean, it all to me it it. It all equals out, you know. I mean, I'll look at it and go through it once I get, you know, look at my paycheck and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't dissect it to to the point where, oh well, that that this run pays this much. I really don't right. want to do that. I just do what's asked of me. That that's all, really. Yeah. yeah. Ryan's Ryan's become a go-to guy be, by be by becoming a go-to guy. Yeah. By yeah. hey, can you do this? Yes. Yeah. Can you do this? Yes. Can you do this? Yes. Can you do this? Send me the axon, like. Yeah. That's. I mean, Linda, you could speak mm-hmm. on it more than anybody. How I, I can, and and I like the fact too that if there's something that I'm asking you to do late, you can be honest too and say, oh, "I'd love to do that, but I had this coming up," and then we work around that. You know, so there's yeah. 
there's the give and take on all of that as well. So I like that. And I like the fact that when you're, you're just like, okay, I mean, I could have said, can you do this really shitty job? And you're like, okay, Linda, I'm going to do this. And it, I love that. Well, right. Well, <laughs> Cause we know sometimes that, you know, it's the late load. It's, you know, not the, whatever anybody thinks is the best job. I'm not sure what that really is, but you know, and yeah. you just are like, okay, we'll go. And off you go. Well, I and think it's, it's, it, it just makes it easy for me because I look forward to being here every day. I like it here. That's I mean, nice. I, I came from an industry where they chew you up and spit you out. And when right. I came over here, the, it's, I'm not, you know, it's a cut above, you know, the culture and the, the way they treat everybody here. It's, it's, but yeah, it's great. Yeah. We appreciate that because you, you came from the oil field. Yes. Making big money. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably a little bit of a change coming over here, but two years, what's, what's kept you here this long? Have you ever thought about leaving? Actually, no. Okay. I really haven't. What's kept me here is the the culture and the support that we have here. I'm not used. I wasn't used to this kind of stuff when I first came. You know, I saw the culture. I was like, "Wow, man, this this place is awesome." But then, you know, I've I've throughout the years, I'm like, "Well, I'll actually see how it really is." You know, <laughs> right? You know, here, you know, in a month or two. But it's never changed. Right. The, the everything that JFW has preached to me, they they own up to it. They uh-huh. they are that way. We are that way. You, yes. You've also added to the culture. So yes. there's, there's, oh, people, yeah. there's people we meet, they're a good culture fit, and then there's people we meet that will add to the culture. You're one of the guys that add to the culture here, so I yeah, appreciate and, that. And, and I don't think we're trying to put a, you know, I'm going to call it a target on your back, Ryan, but when we, when we ask you about are you looking at the prices, you know, are you, do you just go haul, those are a lot of the stuff we get complaints about. And we try to tell people from from our knowledge and our experience is, is if you just go do everything, if you just work through it, the next job will pay, pay more or less, or you can haul a little bit heavier or whatever. But it's it's the it's the big picture, yep. you know. And, and that's what I think that's the reason we're kind of joking with you here about you know whether you're on a hard wire, you know, a complaint. Well, you took me off my hard wire. You know, that's that's what we get. Not, oh, I'll do that for you, Linda. Even if you hardwire me for a while, I'll do that. Right. That's different than, oh, you took me off my hardwire. Right. Right. You know, when when we look at the numbers, just like Jam just said, and, and you know, top five, I, I'm sure I've been, I've been in the, I've done this long enough, you guys, that somebody's going to go, oh, he gets all the good dispatches. Well, if he does, he deserves it because he goes out and does what the hell he's asked. I mean, right. Friday twelve is in. I mean, that's one of the what. That's one of the bigger sure. runs we get a complaint on. But yeah, I've seen you did that this week. I think. Yeah, or, I did. Um, yeah, yeah. Monday, but <laughs> yeah. I just you just you just do what what they give you. You know. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I see both sides. I see why guys like hardwires. I, I get that. But you also, like Jim said, you gotta you gotta think about the bigger picture. You know, it's not just your piece of the pie. You know. Mm-hmm. There's loads that need to be covered, mm-hmm. you know. And when dispatch gives you a load, you just go do it. Mm. That's it. That's right. you just go do it. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Just Me so too. you know, Ryan, we we hate hard wires. <laughs> we you know? do. I, I'm not a big fan. The, either. the, the hard wire is really for dispatch. The hard wire is to help dispatch out. Where like we know we have X amount of trucks doing this every week, right, Linda? You could speak in more detail about this. You know, it's not to. It's not a promotion for a driver to be like, this is 
the the my hardwire. You took me off my hardwire. Mm-hmm. It's not your hardwire, buddy. It's dispatcher's hardwire. Right. Yeah. You know? It was it was set up originally because when we got to almost a hundred trucks, trying to dispatch a hundred individual trucks at night was taking so long, and we already knew that we were going to need at least four trucks on sand and four trucks on rock. So why don't we just go ahead and make those guys do that all week so then we don't have to look at that handful. If they don't mind. We were worried well, that people oh, wouldn't yeah. like that to right. start with, right, right, Linda? Exactly. We're going to stick you on the same thing. Right, but, which in know? the beginning we had to talk people into that because right. they didn't want to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Absolutely. It, it was sent, set up thinking we were going to help us out by doing that and you know now that's 30 less trucks that we have to worry about now we only have to individually dispatch 70 trucks so and it's a lot of trucks but not having to do 30 or just having to do 30 that one time makes a huge difference during the week that you know you've got this stuff covered now sometimes the we think they're going to use four and four and now they only want three and three so now i've got two extra drivers one on sand and one on rock that are quote unquote hardwired that now I have to move someplace else, and now they're upset because now they think that this is their thing and whatever. Well, it, it is, and I appreciate all the people who do the hardwired stuff on that, but you need to keep in mind that just because it's like that today doesn't mean that tomorrow we might have something else to come up. And if, for example, Plant 12 were to go down for some reason, I'm going to have all of those trucks, or Central goes down, I'll have all those trucks that are hardwired that I need to find another place. Or a better case scenario, what if I get a really good job that pays really well, and now I need a bunch of trucks to send out there? You know, I would like to share the wealth with that and ha- you know, spread that across the fleet and be like, look, this is a good job. Let's get everybody rotating through it. But if you're hardwired... Sometimes maybe you'll miss an opportunity right. when if it's, something like that comes up. Especially if it's up. your hardwire. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's that old saying, beggars can't be choosers, you know, yeah. type of yeah. thing. Well, but it's, go ahead, Linda. It's, it's, they're essential to have to help everything out, but it's not an entitlement. And right. sometimes yeah. it feels like it's an entitlement. And then um, – I'm like, oh, this is not the reason why we had this, and trying to maybe explaining it more is what we need think, to do in dispatches. I think just that's what to, we're trying to do now, Linda, is to, ex- yeah, explain, explain that. it that yeah. this is what we're doing. And I know a lot of times they get upset because we have leasers that we keep there. Mm. And while I love our leasers and we have a nice leaser fleet here, they are not JFW trucks. They are not uh, able to go to some of the places that JFW co- goes. We don't want to have somebody showing up on a JFW site that's not a JFW truck if I've just bid this you know, job for something. I want them to see shiny red trucks showing up, right. not you know, Joe Blow's. You know. Yeah, not to mention mechanical issues. Some of the trucks can't make it up and down the hill. They yep. don't have the Jake brakes. They don't have the brakes. They don't have the experienced drivers. Right. You know, they're flatlanders. So. Right. The so. frustrating part about the hardwire is when somebody claims a hardwire is uh, – well, when that hardwire goes away, and that's what we've ran into recently, right? <clears throat> Brandon changed, you know, all the rock to coming out of fry, and well, Cause now because they, they had to, they had to. We didn't. The 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 rock wasn't there. The, your hardwire is not existing, right? And then it was a complaint, and then it's like, well, now I'm not making any money. Change me to something else. 
you know, and for, I see you look at me when I said not making any money because you can still go make money. You just may have to work a little harder at it, right? Well, I thought that was your run. You know, if it was your run when it was coming out of here, it's your run now. So you want us to move you to somebody else's hardwire or off of what you say you want to do. somebody else. You're taking somebody else's hardwire away. Right. That is not fair. And we just actually, I'm going to just bring it up. We had a guy worked here five and a half years, okay, he made $105,000 last year, and he was hardwired for about four days and decided, or no. Not he was, hardwired. Yeah, he was taken off his hardwire for about, I want to say, four days. I think it was a little bit more than that, but still. Before he started Relatively short time. Yeah. I mean, well, he just gave up his career. He's no longer here, right? He decided to leave because it just wasn't working out for him. I mean, that's that's some shit right there, that's, yeah. you know. But the thing about it is, well, guess what? Guess where all the rock is going back to? It's going back, right? Yeah, We've Central's already, already gone back. Central, so. Central's already switched back to Ragsdale, and guess who's next, right? Yeah. Everyone's going to follow suit. So because you couldn't be flexible, right, and work with JFW and work with our customer, you gave up a career here. And maybe it wasn't that important to that driver, but I would say – after five and a half years, we must have been doing something, right? Right. But to me, that's a one-way street. You know, it's got to be a two-way street. Yeah. Absolutely. You can't, you know, you just said it, Ryan. You can't look at your piece of the pie. You got to, we, we remind everybody, let's look at the big piece of the pie. You know, what do we what do we have to do to be successful today together? Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. You know, and I... And one aspect, I, there's one thing I do kind of like about the hardwire, and that's for the new guys, like the yes. ones that don't have a lot of experience, especially in dumping. It gives them a chance to get comfortable until they get their feet wet. You know what I mean? Um, that's one aspect of the hardwire that I do like. Great you know? point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I remember, Ryan, when I was listening to you talk about, or all of us listen, talk about the hardwire. When I first started driving, I was hardwired on U.S. pipe, and it was a big, uh, in fact, uh, Keyword Western's yard that's out on I-70 in Piccadilly out east. Okay. That everybody passes. That's where U.S. pipe used to be. And uh, they took great big, they made great big giant concrete pipe, and there was a coater. They had a frame, and then they'd coat it with a cement and sand mix. And most of the time, you hauled salt out there, or salt sand out there, and then once in a while, they, they would grab rock. And have you bring a rock and the dispatcher we had at that time la wave and being a new driver that's just what i got put on that was like oh that's what he likes to run or whatever i ran it for weeks and like i said most of the time you you hauled sand out there and one time the guy switched it up and asked for a load of rock well i've been hauling sand all day long and so what did i bring another load of sand man, man was he pissed he was <laughs> pissed and i was like you know i'm I've done this so long, I'm kind of numb to it. So when you talk about making you kind of a better driver because you do everything, you know, yeah, right. and and I like a change up too, but that also builds your confidence. I can go any place. I can, you know, I can dump on a ramp. I can go to a pipe job. I can go to a golf job. You know, I can do stuff like that. Do I, you know, do I want to mess with a golf job all the time? Probably not. You know, at, at a while they get to suck because they, it's hard. Right. You know, it's, it's tight. It's, yeah, it's yeah. tight. It's all that kind of stuff. Do I want to do something easy and dump on a ramp all day yeah you know but also when i become numb and i can't tell you whether that light's red or green you know because i hauled right. sand for five weeks straight and you want a load of rock well i can't bring you a load of rock because I, <laughs> I that's not what i've done for the last five weeks so yeah it's uh but but again that's what 
you know, also being the boss's kid, but I was looking at the whole pie. That's what we needed to do. That's the way I was raised is what's best for everybody, right. not not just me. You know, it doesn't, doesn't work that way in the real world either, really. Right, no. You know, you doesn't. don't, you know, what's best for me or best for my wife and kids. Right. Or best for for everybody that I'm that I have a relationship right. with. So I yeah. think if you don't do it together, you know, you, you don't get to it, you'll enjoy it by yourself. Yeah. You know, in yeah. the end, you know. You yeah, just, me and me and Jam were just having a conversation this morning and I did with his wife, Ace, you know, the friendship, you know, you miss out on your friendships. And if it's just about you, you won't have those friendships. You won't have the relationship with your wife, your kids, whatever. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's just, it's tough to take that mindset because you, your first instinct, I think, is to protect yourself, you know, and think about yourself. Self-preservationist. Yeah, that, 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 that makes heroes. In, <laughs> right. some, in some stories, that makes you a hero because you, you, you saved yourself or you saved somebody else or you're, you know, I, I have to do that, I think. Well, maybe, maybe not, Jim. Maybe a that does Well, a self-preservationist isn't really a hero because that's a person that's always looking out for themselves. Yes, not I, being selfish. Maybe. I was a self-preservationist for a long time. Tell my wife beat it out of me. <laughs> now, with, a, with a stick? <laughs> with her words. <laughs> now I'm a family preservationist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a natural thing for people that have been hurt or done wrong to want to preserve themselves and protect their emotions and their feelings and stuff like and, that. And but. boy, there's the, that's a perfect segue because Linda, how many times have you said over the years when we, when we deal with somebody is we have the, the, uh, uh, beat puppy mm-hmm. syndrome, beat puppy syndrome. And, and maybe Ryan, you just said it working for the oil fields. Is this culture really true? And I bet when you worked for who, for whoever in the oil field, you had a lot of self-preservation, oh, right? Absolutely, because you had to. Yes, you know, and, and you and what a great thing to say, Jam, is that's what you've been taught, mm-hmm. and we're asking for people to trust. And and no matter what, it's hard to trust when you've been beat up a lot. Dan Polciani. Yeah. Dan Polciani yeah, is the guy oh, that I hired. Yeah. And at the end of the culture meeting, he looked at me and said, "You know what? If this is all true, that'd be great." And then we hired him, and he started. And, uh, you know, he, he kept telling me, like, I'm still waiting, like, for something to, to go on or, you know, so far it's all true, you know what I mean? But, you know, Dan's been here a year. He's been out for a little while, but he's a perfect example of being lied to or being taken advantage of or being yelled at or, you know, people promising things that they really aren't. So, right. Yeah. That's kind of where that's yeah. kind of felt the same way, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about the JFW Kool-Aid this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling it. <laughs> Which is not always perfect, but we work together to no. make it. Right? That's what I was going to say. That's Some we're, we're human, and sometimes we fail at that, or you get frustrated, and you're like, please just do that load. And you forget that you know you need to be kind or do whatever, and yeah. they're having a day, too. Everybody's got stuff going on. Yeah. You know, People don't want to do their last loads, and us and dispatch are like, please just get that last load. So it's, yeah. you know... It's yeah. just you forget that you have another yeah, piece of the pie, not just your little sliver that you're working on. They've got, you know, yep. you have to look at that. You have to look at whatever and, and take that into account. But how do we get everybody bought in? I guess the question is, you know, there's guys like Ryan. You ask him to go do that last load. He gets it. He gets a big picture. I don't know why you're like that, Ryan, but you get it, right? There's other people that it's 3.30, you know, they want to go home. And 
I'm not saying that's wrong for them wanting to go home. I'd love to go home at 3.30 every day, but I work till 6, 6.15, somewhere around there, right? That's just my right. job description. That's what I do. We work until we're done, basically. You know, it could be 8. That really hasn't happened very often, but if it does, it does. How do we get people that aren't on the leadership team or don't own the company or, you know, don't take ownership of what they're doing? How do we get them to buy into the teamwork? Do you think it's a trust issue? I don't think it's a trust issue. I think it's a will issue. Uh, I yeah, think I it's, think it's, a, it's just a, a character issue. Or they don't need the money or they don't, you know, I don't want to always say it's a generational thing because there's older people, when I say older my age, right, that also don't want to work that late. They want to be home with their families. I want to be home with my wife and kid too. You know, when it's six o'clock, I think we're all looking at each other like, okay, are we good? Can we go? You know? But I don't know, I'd love to find a way to get that person that's hiding out at the end of the day to be bought in to <clears throat> want to go get that extra load because they know it helps the house, which in turn is going to help them because when we offer new benefit packages, when we do things, we got to be we got to be healthy financially to do those things. Right. You know, we can't keep offering the world if we're not healthy financially. Right. You know. So that's something to consider. Every load that you get helps JFW. And, I mean, we've added so many things in the last four years since I've been back. <clears throat> if we weren't healthy financially, if we had a bunch of people that didn't want to go get that last load, maybe we wouldn't have that PTO program. Maybe you want to get paid your daily average when you do miss work. You know, Maybe you're going to get paid, what was it, a flat rate of 200 bucks or something, Jim? I can't remember. But, you know, for... For some of these guys that are earning way more than that per day, it's not fair for them to go on vacation and come back and feel like the pressure's on because I went on vacation. I mean, we've done a lot of things recently to make it better, but we need full participation from everybody to continue yep. to do those things, if that makes sense. Yeah, and Absolutely. the only thing just to it's kind of picking on it, but when you talk about that, you know, like Linda, like you're saying, oh, just go get that, that other load, you know, that one last load or that late load. You know, the next hour and a half or maybe let's say the next two hours for you is nothing because you're having to dispatch, you're having to do it, you're involved in it, you know, no matter what you're working, you know. And that's what, you know, with some of the, the, the drivers, you're already out, you're already in that truck. Right. So then if you're hiding out, what is the benefit when you're in the truck just go drive. Right. That's what you're good at. Right. Yeah. You know, just go get it. The next hour and a half, the next two hours, it'll pass. Is traffic a little bit heavier? Yeah, probably at the end of the day, you know. And, and when we interview people, Jam talks about it all the time. You know, that early load in the morning, which, you know, it'll disappear as, as we head into winter because it gets dark and it's cold out. But maybe there's that later load at the end of the day if we're hauling salt. But those two loads are one of those loads or anywhere jam you spit it out ten to thirteen thousand dollars more a, a year, year. Yeah. right a year you know and, and a lot of the stuff is you know and you know if you're up at fries and you and you whatever whatever you're doing at two o'clock you know so you miss that next one but you were still out there an hour and a half when you, when all you would have really been out there was maybe two right and right. made thirteen thousand dollars more, ten thousand right. dollars more. It just right. the little, the little bit of mindset, and and you know, both of you kind of you ask, is it trust? You said you didn't think it would be is trust. Is it a little bit of trust, or is it a little bit of education that this is the way it's always worked before, but it really can work this way? Right. You know, is yeah. is that trust, or is that knowledge, or or giving giving into it? 
you know or do you just not want to work that late i don't i don't know jim i don't know like for me it's i mean if you just keep going like i've seen it to where you know drivers will be parked here you get in they're already loaded you get in load haul at haul ass sorry you haul ass you haul ass well you haul ass we don't haul ass here linda Linda already cursed yeah okay um but yeah you you get down you know you get to where you're going and you're you're already unloaded done for the day before the other driver came down the mountain so i don't understand why you're waiting what are you waiting for like (laughs) i I don't understand it blows blows our mind ryan it does it's a tough but it's a thing it's a thing that we contend with every day i just would love to solve that problem you know so uh speaking about go-getters and that early load right thank you to all the all the drivers that do go get an early fry load we just need to clarify you need to check with dispatch where that early load needs to go don't just pick up a i'm going to use west specifically because it's back-to-back days we've had early fry loads going into west that's just not something that we do maybe we could do it but we got to clear it with dispatch typically it's going to be plant 2 or plant 12 that really needs that material we love that you're getting that early load for you and for us we just need you to bring it to the right place and not early in the morning whether you know, West is pretty, pretty, it is closer, but, you know, two central, uh, excuse me, two or 12, just check with dispatch, even the night before. You could just say, I'm grabbing an early one where you want it, you know? Yeah, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Linda, is not the West Plants loader broke down? Don't they have a little bitty replacement today? They, they called and said that that's what had happened. They do have an itty bitty replacement for the loader, and this morning, very first thing, when they brought it over from Lapan, they didn't leave the key. <laughs> oh, so no. yeah, bummer. So they so, had a double whammy kind of. They're in a smaller. Yeah. They have a smaller piece of equipment, and then they couldn't use it at all until they got the key over there. So, so it but there, but there's the reason. It has nothing to do with the West plant, or may, right. you know, obviously maybe they're lower on. Well, and the West wants to stick, keep their piles a little bit leaner because they've got truly a lake right in front of the sand and the rock it's See all the i mean it's got, got a current even in it yeah. you know when the loader goes through there it's just like a, a current like you're going down the river you know so that's part of it too so we don't we need to keep them stocked but not so crazy that they don't want all their material just soaking in the in the pond that they have there i'm not yeah. sure why they haven't done anything to drain yeah. that pond but i'm and sure they've got their things too sure and we can talk about that a little more that'll come up but we are blessed to have Brandon as a customer that yes. lets us bring loads that they really haven't ordered. But on the other hand, we just can't continue to bring them loads they didn't order. Right. So right. that's a working relationship. That's a that's a partnership. Right. And that's what we all have to keep in mind too. You yep. know, it, it's it's good for your piece of the pie, mm-hmm. but it's not good for everybody's yep. piece of the pie. Yep. Yeah. It's just a communication piece. So we're not yeah. telling you not you can't get them. We just need you to bring them where they need to go. Right. So, thanks. But yeah, we do there'll be a point we're begging for them. Please yep. go get them. Right. Yep. Uh, let's see. I'm going to back up a little bit before I turn it over to you, Jim. Uh, Does Ryan you. have any... Did you get through all of your stuff? As for... Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I think... I mean, I Cut think we... She, she picks on me. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So... Yeah, I'm a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I just wanted to tell two stories... They may see silly to you, but you've probably heard me. Um, you probably heard me uh, talking about Red Silo Coffee quite a bit. That's my new coffee of choice. They're a local company out in Nevada, 
Anyway, I met the lady that owns it at church last weekend or the weekend before, and she started talking about her mission because the people that work there, they're transient. Nobody's going to be, well, most people wouldn't be a barista for the whole life. Am I saying that right? Barista? Not, not barista. Their goal. barista. Right, right. Yeah, barista. Yeah, barista. Most of the people she hires is high school and college students, and they're not going to be a five-year or 10-year or 20-year. They're not going to be Super Dave and be there for 30 years. You know what I mean? Right. So it's a transient position, but one of her missions is to pour into the people that work there for when that they leave, they remember the experience working for Red Silo and they carry it with them throughout their lives. So I thought that was pretty cool. Instead of, I don't know what Starbucks, Starbucks does for their new people. I think they... Well, I'm not going to get political. <laughs> not going to get political, but they may ship them out of state to have a medical procedure. I don't know if that's them or not, but <laughs> you know. Anyway, I thought that was really cool. That was a business that caught my eye. I love their coffee, and then to hear that, you know, what their culture is, that just made me happy because when I go somewhere, I compare everybody to JFW's culture. Yeah. And I told the story about we were in Costco the other day, and. My wife asked somebody where something was, and they answered her while they were walking away, and it, it made me angry. Yeah. I'm like, that's not what we would do at JFW. I compare everything. Right. The See, others, go ahead, Jim. But I just to comment on what you're yeah. saying, you know, how how proud does that make me feel that there's a company that's taking their time in young people, not to send them away with that beaten puppy syndrome. Right. You know, when they could chew, you know, I'm sure there's a there's a labor problem right now. But they could chew up and spit out people left and right because they're just high school and they're just college people. Right. And they're just baristas. Right. No, you're not just a barista. You're making possibly the best cup of coffee anybody is going to drink. Yeah. Right. And do it joyfully. I mean, you brought that up a couple weeks ago. I brought it up. How about the guy at Dairy Queen? Right. My Dairy Queen was good. But my service was better than my Dairy Queen. Which made it actually taste better. Even better, <laughs> Ryan. You're absolutely right. Did, what, did I get a cherry on top? Nope, but I got it served like there was one. Yep. yep. Yeah. To me, even if it tasted a little worse, I'd still be happier. I sure wouldn't I, complain about it. I just hate getting bad service. Yeah. Just, it just makes me feel like you wasted your time and your money. I've had problems at the doctor's. Wait, wait an hour for your doctor visit for 10 minutes. You know, sorry, I was running late. What if I was running an hour late? My appointment would be canceled. You know, I've had problems at grocery stores or wherever, and I'm I'm not super high maintenance either. You know, I just want I want JFW service. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> the other thing that happened is, um, so every once in a while, I'll hurt my back in the gym, and I've actually figured out why, and I'm working on things to correct that. A couple of muscular imbalances and stuff like that. But anyway. I was seeing a chiropractor for... Can yeah. I interrupt you, Jim? Yeah. I am so stupid, I think. So how do you spell churro? Churro? C-H-U-R-O. Euro, uh, for some reason, when I looked at that earlier, I thought it was churro story, <laughs> and I had food in my head, and I'm thinking you're going you're gonna to tell a story about churros, no. and it's your chiropractor story, which is... Cairo. Which is great, Jim, so yeah, I'm... I'm I'm with you. I'm, 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 I'm moving along. It's okay, so Jim. I read that's it as who you, that's, too. That's who you work for. That's you know, it. I'm just letting you know that. So. That's the JFWA right there. So Charles please continue. <laughs> so anyway, I used, to, I used to have this sports doc I would see, and COVID killed his business because he worked a lot of events for, like, rugby and triathlons. And once all that events 
got canceled, his practice kind of went away. So I don't know why I didn't ask him for a referral earlier, but anyway, I started seeing this other guy in South Denver, and it was all, and he would do a pretty good job. He was nice enough, but two times I was there, he told me, I'm going to call you by the end of tomorrow night, let's say, and check on you. And he never has, right? And I don't really care. If, if I left the office and he never checked on me, I don't care. But don't tell me you're going to check on me, and then you don't. It just, the first time I kind of was like, eh, he didn't check on me, but whatever, he's probably busy. But the second time he did it, it really bothered me, right? So anyway, I called my old sports doc, Dr. Ben. I'm like, hey, who do you go to? And he's like, you got to check out Justin Dukes. He's my guy. His practice is very, very similar to the way I ran my practice. You know, I think you'll be in good hands with him, right? First of all, he's 13 minutes away from the office, so that was a bonus. But anyway, I try calling, nobody answers, right? I'm like, okay, I look at the website, oh, book appointment online. Within two minutes of me booking out an appointment, he called me, not a secretary, not so, he called me, he's like, hey, I just saw you booked an appointment and I saw I missed your call. Well, he doesn't have a secretary, so maybe that's why. <laughs> he says, but I wanted to know if you have any questions before you meet with me. And I'm like, man, that's, that's what I'm talking about right yeah. there. Like, that's above and beyond. He could have just waited to meet me. You know, he didn't, he didn't really get into what's bothering me. I told him because I wanted him to know, but he just wanted to know if I had any questions. Do you see where my office located is located? I look forward to meeting you. Great. So those are the differences. I got one Cairo telling me he's going to call and he doesn't, and I got another one going above and beyond. And when I went and visited him in his office, I said, hey, you know, I really appreciate you calling me to see if I had any questions. You don't know what that meant. And he didn't get it. He's like, oh, that's, that's just what I do. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that's important. Whatever you do, keep doing that because I feel like that's meaningful. Mm -hmm. So two businesses I like to yeah. give a shout out to. So. Yeah, that's, yeah I, I don't know if we can. I know you have Central here, which we just talked about on yeah, our list. Yeah, I, I jumped jam, over but, that. But I guess your story, if I could, if I could interrupt, kind of leads us down to the, the rubble hall with, mm -hmm. with Brandon. So mm -hmm. let me, let me kind of jump in here. So, um, first, first part of that is as I'm having the same situation with Phoenix Armory. Um, I have I oh, have two guns. Let's hear about this. Right? So uh, I have two guns. One one is my dad's shotgun that um, I think, I don't know, me and my brother used it or whatever, and it was raining one day really bad when we were out at, at a shoot, and it got wet, and the stock cracked. And I think the stock cracked because it was wet, and we put it away. We dried it off, but it's still, it's the moisture, and it cracked. And then we have an older three oh eight. Um, that it's a it's a lever action and the stock cracked up by where the lever's at and I ran across this Phoenix Armory up in Berthoud and went by their facility and they gave me just quite the tour jam go back they're making their own suppressors and different barrels and their lowers and they're licensed and they're all this stuff and I ask about fixing a stock and they take us around and they this is our guy that fixes stocks and he's a specialist, and he spent years fixing pianos. When pianos oh, wow. crack and the strings and the weights and stuff like that, he would fix it. And he said, "This is the work I do. This is what I showed. You know, he showed us the work he did. He said, "You know, I can do metal pins. I can do plastic pins. You can ask to have it seen or not seen or whatever." So, anyway, this month 
is a year since I dropped off the guns. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. They told me it would be roughly August sometime around Christmas or January of, of last year, you know, four or five months, and I would get it. So I did call them last month and ask, oh, yeah, we have them in. Oh, yeah, they're about to be up to be fixed. And then I also asked about a suppressor because I ordered a suppressor. He said he had no idea about the suppressor. He'll check on the guns, and he'll give me a call back. Never heard from him. Never heard from him, Jim. Wow. Never heard from him. Wow. And, that, and that's, you know, and, and I understand the, the process to replace a stock. It's an heirloom and, and, the, and the, not a year. I get that. But the, the intricacy and please do a good job. I don't right. care how long I have to wait if it's kick ass, basically. And, and communicate. Right? And communicate, right. you know. Um, so I guess that story, your, your story about what needs to be done. And, and, and I'll talk about... Everybody has to recognize I had a really good conversation with, with uh, Dennis Viscara. Um, can, about, I, can I stop you real quick? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to get a suppressor, <laughs> <laughs> now's the time to do it because the ATF is accepting e-files. You could have one in about 30 days. Really? Yeah. So really? It's well, maybe I have to go to, to the guys down south, Jim? You, you can go to them. You just got to go to a kiosk. It's... Um, Oh, uh, Silencer Co. kiosk. You okay. go to a kiosk, you do all your paperwork there, you do your fingerprints right on the kiosk. You got to buy the suppressor. You, you'll pay for it up front, but it's like 30 days. I'm still, mine's still in jail. I'm probably nine or 10 months in it. I'm not going to cancel that to do it the e-file e way, but yeah, you should look into yeah, it. Yeah, since I don't have one. I yeah, mean, now's the time. Yeah, now's the time because they could change that. Yeah, absolutely. I should, I should do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... Everybody has to recognize that that uh, Meyer's got a couple rubble trucks hauling uh, rubble um, out of Brandon Yards and stuff like that. So, if I can gently describe the situation without being biased in any any direction, is we were in the heat of it a, a few weeks ago, trying to get all the night pours done and trying to keep up with the hauling sand and gravel and. In the years past, Brandon has kind of expressed, we've kind of expressed, when, when your back's against the wall, you don't have to haul rubble, okay? Um, we need to make sure the plants don't run out of sand and gravel. The rubble is a byproduct. It can build up, stuff like that. We got to where we had those couple of weeks where we were just, our, our backs were against the wall. You guys all know how it was. We were asking for early loads, late loads, hauling late on Saturday, doing whatever we could. And everything like that and Brandon did call and say hey we need to get the rubble out of these couple of locations we need to get the rubble out of these couple of locations we expressed to him hey our backs against the wall you know we're trying to get you sand and gravel they understood that you know we went back and forth we weren't getting the rubble hauled you know that kind of stuff they did call and say hey we're gonna add a couple trucks we need to get the rubble out of there we said okay and because we needed the help we, we weren't doing that okay it ended up that they hired the people permanently okay um and you can look at it a, a lot of different ways so i hope everybody's really paying attention at this point is brandon asked us to do something you guys and we didn't do it okay no matter how you look at it they ask us to do something that's what jfw prides itself on we thought it would be okay to do it like it was in the past and not 
get the rubble out of there all the way. Brandon then did call and go, hey, listen, maybe we didn't express to you that we hired these trucks permanently. Because they did ask, but they didn't say it was permanently. Right. Okay? So Brandon's got some, you know, skin in the game, mistake on how they handled our partnership. We have some skin in the game on how we handled our part of the partnership. We were asked to do something. We didn't do it because we did it like we've been doing it. We thought it was okay. We didn't take their demands seriously enough. They also didn't participate in the deal going, listen, you have to move the rubble. And, and I believe how part of it came down is one of their owners, you know, an owner of Brandon, like the man, went by one of the locations and goes, what the hell all this rubble doing here? Well, if I go to Jam and go, or Linda, you know, how come that truck's not doing this? What are you two going to do? We make it do it. <laughs> right, Linda? You, you, you move whatever to make it happen. We didn't do that, you guys. You know, they didn't tell us you have to do that. Because in JFW fashion, and what's, what's upsetting to us, and, and just a shout out to Dennis, not to change the subject too much. Dennis called me because Dennis was afraid it's his fault. He thought he lost. He takes it so personally. Wow. He thought he lost the haul because of the way he acted with one of the loader operators. Wow. Okay. So not not true at all, Dennis. And like I said, we had a nice conversation. But you guys in JFW fashion, we could have hauled all night if need be. Yep. We could have had all our rock trailers haul one round, which is what, whatever is that. Was that 10 loads, 12 loads, Linda? Linda could have hired all the leases we wanted. We could have come down here and just your managers, just just the 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 safety team, and myself, myself. Jam, yep. uh, Brother Dave, Super Dave, we would have loaded and drove our own trucks if drivers would have been out of hours on a Sunday, yep. got permission to drive it to Pit R, and... We, we didn't do that, you guys. We've, we've, we've failed a, as a team, you know, and, and you know, we, we, we started, Ryan, you kind of started the podcast or whatever, talking about the pieces of the pies, you know, and, and, I, and I'm sure Linda's sitting here across. It's, it's heartache for Linda because she takes everything personal. We as JFW, we didn't look at the big piece of the pie. You know, we, we failed. And when we say we, we mess up, we do mess up. Mm -hmm. But we've also really prided ourselves on, on getting stuff taken care of, and, and we didn't do that. Um, several weeks ago, we talked about talking about this on the podcast, but we have some people at Brandon that listen to the podcast. Right. You know, and how does this, how does this look for, to them? And hopefully... Hopefully, I'm doing a good job explaining it where they're not going, oh, JFW is dogging on us. Nope. You know? We're dogging on us. Yeah. We, wh wherever it comes down to, we made a mistake, but we made a mistake as everybody. I seen the emails. Brother Dave seen the emails. Dave, Brother Dave took the, the call from, from Larry that, you know, he's going to hire somebody. Larry called and apologized. Hey, I, I was telling you we hired somebody, but not permanent. You know? We got, we got a new guy... Um, that Larry's partner, he, he's he's been a, a manager, a batch manager, or batch operator for years. He's in a new position. His bosses are coming down on him. He's doing everything he can do to fix the situation. So, 
you know, if that, and, and, you know, also Dennis asked, you know, is it, is it the way I handled the, the loader operator for loading me with too big a stuff? Not in this situation, but does that add to the pile right. of how we treated that loader operator? When we, here you guys go, I'm going to, I'm going to call a spade a spade, a heart a heart. When you're an hourly rubble hauler, and you normally get six loads, but you haul four loads of rubble in the same time you would have hauled six loads of sand. What are we doing? How does that look? And would have that have helped us keep the pile down right. when we were busy? Right. And, and you've asked it. You asked it last week, Jam. We've asked it in our meetings. How do we get to people to buy in, Ryan, to look at the big piece of the pie? Right? Right. Because... We all didn't look at the big piece of the pie. That guy that, that ah, I'm only going to haul four loads of rubble today because I'm hourly, he's not looking at the same piece of pie we are. Nope. And we blew it. Nope. And, I, and, and I know I just said that, that we have people from Brandon listening. They blew it also. But not really. You know, I, I mean, I, I conveyed to, the, to Jason not his job to do this, but I told Jason, I said... Jason, all I really wished was a phone call going, Jim, you got one choice. Dave, Brother Dave, you got one choice. I want my rubble the F out. <laughs> right. But does he need to make that call? He shouldn't have to. <clears throat> we need but, to. But, but I wanted that. I wanted that. I wanted him to. Right. You know, because we would have moved mountains of rubble. <laughs> right. To get I that. mean, at the end of the day, to me, it boils down. We're, we're not going to be perfect, but we got to give 100% all the time. Yeah. You know, we can't give people an opportunity to capitalize on our mistakes. You know what I mean? If, if we did we did things a little bit differently, we would still have that. You know, and that, that boils down from A to Z. It boils down to the driver, to dispatch, to, 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 to me, to you and Dave. You know, as a, as a team and a company, it was all our faults, but... If that opportunity wasn't presented, we would have still had the hole. So, oh, abso- absolutely, so Jam. And, and, I, and I got to throw out there for a disclaimer, too, Jam. There's not one of you rubble drivers right now that can say a word to Brandon. You can't say it to the loader operator. Right. You, can't say, you can't say, hey, I lost this because of you. You guys didn't tell us you, didn't, you needed it out. You can't say it to a, a plant operator. You can't. You, 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 all the end dumps. Yeah can't say a word to anybody because it's it's nobody's fault but everybody's fault yep we didn't do our job yeah we didn't do our job ryan yeah so when we're pushing when we ask you to go get that last load when we ask you to not bring material to a plant that you didn't ask about when we ask you to double triple check your dispatch to make sure you're hauling the right stuff to the right place there's reasons for that we don't like giving people it was explained to me this morning i didn't think i was going to get shit for that you're not getting shit. We just need to do our jobs the right way. You know, yeah. we need to do it the JFW way, and we need to do it as perfect as possible. Are mistakes going to be made? Yes. But if it's a will problem, you just didn't want to do it the right way, that's where we run into trouble. Sure, sure. And I think the, you know, I want to mention this too because I'm just trying to clarify it so the, so the feeling is, is out there is, you know, Jam just told you the story about his old uh, chiropractor. He, he talked about the... Uh, the person at at uh, um, Silo, no Sam's Club that not Sam's oh Club, Costco yeah Costco that ignores you you know and and here here's where it's frustrating you guys and we're asking for that extra load is 
you know, I just told you about the guns I'm having repaired. That's bad service, okay? We pulled the numbers, and I believe it, for June, right, Linda, it happened in June. Mm -hmm. We pulled the numbers, you guys. We went from uh, making these numbers up, and it, but they're huge like this. Um, so, like, April and May, we moved, I don't know, 8,000 tons, you know, in those couple of months. 5,000, then 8,000 or something like that. We looked the numbers up in June. We moved like 18,000 or 20,000 tons of material. We, we basically doubled the month before. But we didn't get your rubble out. Right. You know, but then you're looking at, so we didn't give them bad service. And we, we had a meeting with them. We're, we, we got punished a little bit for giving them good service. Right. Which is, sucks. <laughs> But we didn't solve the pro here's the problem, and we didn't solve it. Right. So it's it's a it's deeper than than your piece of the pie, and it's deeper than you know. We just we did we didn't we didn't put the shopping cart away. <laughs> we left right. it out in the, in the in the yard because we're coming back. Right. I'm coming back tomorrow to get the shopping cart. Just all, it's okay. All of them. Yeah, all of them. Right. If you if you're okay with it, it's going to be there a while. Right. Just don't get upset. Right. Well, no, they needed it put back that night to serve their customer the next day. Yeah. We we didn't do that. So, anyway, Dennis, thank you for for you know calling and, and discussing it with me. The everybody out there, I hope you understand the story. I hope that it's, it's nobody's fault. And right now we're in we're in the mode. The mood, the mode, the whole bit, we will get that back. Yep. There is nothing we won't do to get that back. And and the the our people at Brannon know we will do everything we can to get that back. Yep. So that's that's where I want to leave it. Hopefully that's that's all I got to say about that. I don't know the <laughs> Forrest Gump thing. <laughs> Forrest. <laughs> Uh, move on, Jim. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's move on to yard twenty three. Any updates? Oh man, Jim, I just got done. <laughs> <laughs> he needs uh, a breath. <laughs> by the way, you wrote the next three items on the outline. So. Shit. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yard twenty three. Um, I mentioned it earlier. Thank you guys all for the you know the move. Uh, Ryan mentioned guys came from over here at this yard to help us transfer people back and forth. <laughs> Everybody was happy. I know it's all new, and usually new stuff sucks, you guys. You know, I mean, if it's if it's all fancy and brand new, that's exciting. There's nothing over there new and brand new and fancy. You know, we took somebody's job or somebody's family's business over that they they removed their business. They passed it on to a new family, which is us, and we we have to start at the bottom and build it up, and and that's what we're after doing. We the shop's kind of a mess, but we've got that fixed up where we can service you guys. The scale house and the scaler are really nice. The scale is really nice. Um, you know, I think Ryan, Dave said you used it last Saturday three or four times on Coors. Yeah. You know, being able to read the scoreboard and yeah. and stuff like that. Those are good stuff, and and I and I want to touch on the scale. So as we were loading people up to leave. Lots of guys in their personal cars, and, and even my own dad did it. We drove across the scale, like sideways, 
and Linda's been a scale operator for years. Absolute no-no, you guys. And we didn't go out and yell at a bunch of people. Don't drive on the scale sideways because that takes the platform that it sets on, the weights, the the what the load beat? cells, the load cells. Thank you, Linda. And it moves them sideways. They're meant to go back and forth lengthwise to to weigh something. So when you, I mean, all the West trucks right now, even the East guys that'll go over there, we're going to do a lot of salt out of there. You'll see there's cones down the side to stop us from going across the scale sideways. Something else that we ran into is as you drive across the scale sideways, you drop little bits of dirt and sand off your tires down in the sides of the scale. Scooby has already been in there with the frogs and in the, in the darkness. <laughs> Luckily, there was no uh, snakes. And he washed all the load cells off with the hose and stuff, Linda, to, to make sure they're working. We've had it inspected. They said the scale was in great shape. So that was that was awesome to hear. So please, you guys, you know, pull on the scale directly. Don't run across the scale in your personal vehicles. Never go across it sideways. It's very hard on the scale. That's just something that we, we got to put out there. Use the scale anytime you want to, to weigh yourself, to axle yourself. If you want to learn how to axle yourself, it's there for that. I'm sure anybody that, you know, Ryan has the knowledge to axle yourself, educate yourself, scoreboards up there. You know, I had uh, Dan Hawk pull up there when he was leaving to put his paperwork up. Let's not pull on the scale to put your paperwork away. But Dan pulled up there and Dan's like, oh, I'm, oh, he forgot his lunch. He forgot his lunch Friday when he was down there. And, and Brother Dave yelled at him, hey, Dan, did you get your lunch? And Dan's like, yeah, I got my lunch. And I was like, Dan, I can see what you weigh, buddy. I, I don't think you need any lunch. You know, and his whole car was on there. He was like at 8,400 pounds or something right. like that. So anyway, all, all good stuff. And, and so I'm, you know, part of the, the Yard 23 update is, is work with us, you guys. It rained like a son of a gun Sunday night, closed I-70, we got mud puddles all over. We put sand on top of the dirt so the dirt didn't track. Now the sand soaked up the all the water and has got the water down in the dirt and and it's muddy and it's soft and it just kind of it doesn't suck over there, but it sucks over there. So you know, let's work through it. Let's be together. We are so excited to. It has so much potential. So when you're much over potential. There, you're like, Thank you, Linda. Look at all this space. And yeah. We're going to have a new building and nice parking and stuff, but it's a work in progress right now. It, it is. And I don't know if we would have. It's good that we found out now that that area was soft because now we can do something about it. Oh, so, absolutely. You know, look, luckily, I guess we had that rain. So yeah, we knew I, rather I, than having concrete over there and having that rain and then all the concrete's all broken up broke or up, wonky yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's exciting. And there's so much potential over there with just the space and the, yeah. and the stuff. And once the dirt piles get cleaned out and that it'll show even more space, it'll be. Oh, when that one pile there where yeah. we're, where we're going to set the fuel tank and where the wood's at, when yeah. we move that. Yeah. That's huge it's and you don't see it. open up everything yeah. in the even the other piles along the road on the way down those piles get knocked down and moved it'll be a nice big road cuz i was thinking wow this is a you know a pretty narrow road I, obviously a semi can fit but yeah. it's a tight road i'm thinking we're going to take out a fence or you know what yeah. but then i'm like oh yeah all this is going to be gone and it'll be it'll be nice yep yep so, and then there's basically five more hidden acres yeah farther east that yeah. no 
that nobody sees or really knows about. So yeah, yeah right. good, just just exciting stuff, you, yeah. you well, guys. And yeah, and I think too. I mean, it, in any any time you move, especially in a house, you know, and this is a huge, massive move that we're doing. There's always going to be bugs to work out. Yeah, uh, you know, all the time. We just yeah. have to work through it. You know. Yeah, it's cool to be on a property. Cool to have trucks there, but. I mean, how can you daydream but to think about the new facility we're going to have and when everybody's over there. I mean, that's going to be some kind of big celebration. Yeah, yeah. because the owners that sold it to us, it's the Palizzi family, Jones Fine Sand, but the Palizzi's, and I think we've talked about it on one of the podcasts, um, they want to be invited to the new building. They They should be. That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. Go pick them up in a JFW truck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Dad can go get them. You know, we uh, shuttled everybody around. So yeah, we're we're so excited. And when we talk about being here five years, one year, you know, and we're telling you two years is our vision to have a building, you know, or or break ground. That'll go by so fast, you guys. It's gonna take so long and go so quickly. Yeah, yeah. It just we we can't get enough done in two years to make that happen. You know, and the the uh, fuel um, we've had it scheduled. You know, unless the crane or something happens, we pick up the fuel tank Monday morning between seven and eight. It gets set at ten o'clock next Tuesday. We'll have the crane in there. That's the time for the crane. Um, I don't know how long it'll take the electricians and stuff like that, but. We're talking, I'm going to push it, we're talking fuel Thursday or Friday next week at that wow. yard, wow. you know? And that's a that's a really good goal, but might be the next week. But when the tank's sitting there, there's 50% of the battle. Right. And that that's scheduled. That's, we have a crane scheduled to be there, you guys. So yeah. it is it is so much coming together. Just just good stuff. So keep the, keep the faith. And if you're having a problem, say something. Just don't complain about it. Right. You know, let, let's fix it. Yeah, bring your problems to the people who could fix them. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just gossip. Yep. Yeah, so. like like Linda said, we, you know, luckily we got the rain. We found out the soft spot, needed to re-rip it, yep. you know, and, I, and I've got it. I ripped it open yesterday trying to dry it. Maybe we just moved the trucks, period. Maybe mm. that's not a good spot to have them anymore, mm. you know, for, the, for a while. So, yeah. Hey, so I got an interesting text message. Remember I was talking about the car that went around me this morning? Yeah. I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, wow, how did he know that we talked about it on the podcast? But anyway, it was Dennis Lopez. He says, hey, Jam, good morning. I'm sorry for cutting you off today when you were trying to get inside the yard. I thought you were just going to park there on the street. That makes sense because I moved over to the right mm-hmm. to let the mm-hmm. truck out. Mm-hmm. LOL. But I have a question. What's going on with the podcast? I've been waiting for so long. <laughs> Grumpy face. I really like to hear the podcast every Wednesday morning. I'm just wondering. So, Dennis, apology accepted. That makes sense. I did pull over to the right. so I can And see he doesn't what... know we talked about him because we haven't sent this out yeah, yet. So how awesome is that? I like Dennis. Does a good job. And, you know, that's the, you know, we talked about it. That's the story that chokes me up about the guy on the train that yeah. lets his kid do whatever. He, th- there's the rest of the story. You feel I mean, like telling it again? No, I can't get through <laughs> it. Jim. I can't. I hate that story. Well, I love that story, but I can't. Right. I hate that. You know, it's like me and you talking this morning. Yeah. You know, there's this whole, whole other side to everything. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, it's good stuff. And yeah, I, I guess if you don't mind, I'll kind of keep going on our, on our list here. Cause I, I, I don't mind. I, when we talk about 23 and we, I talked about how to use a scale and different stuff like that, you know, last week we were all so busy, we decided to skip the uh, podcast. Um, and we talked about on that podcast or for that podcast, talking about the past and the future 
and how things have changed and, and what's going on. And I, I, I wrote a few things down and, uh, and I just said to Linda, you know, that I celebrate my 40th uh, high school anniversary this weekend. And uh, yeah, I started driving here right out of high school. You know, I, I mechanic, I, you know, whatever the graduation, May or June, and I worked the summer and you guys have heard the story. Dad looked at me and goes, I can't afford to have you in the shop. You need to, you need to drive, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, uh, what? I need to do what? And, you know, so I wasn't making any money. I was just a drag on the company and I need to go do something. I need to produce, right? right. So put me with, with a trainer or a trainer, if you wanted to call him that, Don uh, Creason is his name. And the guy was best truck driver I probably know. You know, rates yep. up there with with uh, Russ Murphy is somebody who's as smooth as, as him, and and uh, Rod, one of the other guys, and never missed a gear. And at that time, you guys, that's a that's a five and a four twin sticks. You know, our crap was old and wore out. You could take the brownie and slide it between the shift bars and get it stuck. <laughs> And uh, Don, I never seen him miss a gear. He never got the brownie stuck. He never did any of that stuff. But you know what? Don was the worst trainer I've ever been with because he just sat over there and expected me to drive. Like, I was 18 and somebody, my dad showed me how to drive and how to shift. And right. he didn't, he couldn't tell you, oh, I can, I, I shift at this RPM or I, you know, I don't round the brownie. I, I move it over here in this pattern or, or this is what the Johnny bar is for. Nothing. He couldn't, he didn't explain nothing. He didn't know nothing. He was, but he was good. So I had to figure it out all by myself. Yeah. You guys, it was, it was like, oh my God, I was underneath the truck with a bar stick, unsticking the brownie. And so from there to now, unsticking the brownie, which, which we have automatics. Nobody has right. to deal with that, right? Right. That's 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 amazing, you guys. And I and I know I'm talking about old school. You know, I have down here Dayton wheels to Bud wheels. My grandpa used to have me take his wheel. He had Dayton wheels on the truck, and and for you old school guys or even the new school guys that have heard it, Chicago wobblers. Okay, yep. Dayton wheels are from from back east on the old Max and stuff like that. The Chicago, the wobbler part about that is if you didn't tighten the wheel evenly on each bolt, it wobbled. Yeah. And you followed an old tandem and the tires were like, blah, 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 blah. they're wobbling all over the place. <laughs> looked like some drunk put them on. And my grandpa would make me put the tires on. You set a pop can at the bottom of the tire and you spin the tire. And that, that tire better not move away from the pop can and it better not hit the pop can. Yeah. And you tighten each bolt, yeah. Until you had the thing, it was it was even. Your his tires were looking good, or I didn't get my dollar for changing his tire. Right. So, you know, and then and then I think about the tire. They were tube tubed tires, you guys. We would shove a tube in there, and then you then you know as inventions come up. So that tube rubbed against the steel wheel that your big your truck tire went on. So then they had they they came out with a flap. So you'd put the tube in. You'd have to air the tube a little bit, and then you'd put this rubber flap that separated the tube from the steel rim. And you had to tuck the flap all the way around the tire, and get all that back on the rim, and get the valve stem pulled through the little slit in the rim. Sounds terrible. 
And then you had to, yeah, then you had to beat this steel ring on that you hoped the hell didn't come off when you were airing the tire. That's the reason we have a cage out here. Right. We used to have a cage out there. Because in our old shop, if you walked in the, the kind of lunchroom, break room, office, driver's room, whatever, mechanics room, because it was so small, there was a tire, Goodyear, wing foot, printed on the ceiling. Oh, my we, gosh. Yes. Where it came off, didn't hurt the person, made it through the doorway, and imprinted on the ceiling. Holy so as a little kid, that was my lesson. Like, see that right there? You don't it'll want take, that on your forehead. <laughs> you, yeah, that'll take your head right off. That'll kill you. Yeah. Then they came up with like a ring, but then they called it a split rim. So then they thought that it would be really good for the ring that you put on to put a lock ring <laughs> around the inside of that one. So anyway, so... Now we have bud wheels, we, we have tubeless tires, the valve stems locked in the, in the rim, and it just, we've done an amazing job. The, the world has, the industry have, JFW has, as coming into the future. And, and um, you know, our, 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 our PTOs, they used to be cable driven. You know, you'd have to yank on this cable to get this arm to move on your PTO. You guys are just flipping a lever that's an air actuator and it kicks the, the PTO in, the power takeoff. Same with the pumps. Well, if that cable was kinked or you would went through some rain and you it's, the truck set all weekend and the cable rusted or it broke, you know, if it broke, you know what you were doing? You were laying underneath the truck, truck. moving the lever by your hand. Well, when you moved the lever, the box started going up. You better crawl out fast and get in, get in the truck because because wow. it, it was you know the box was going up. Then if you got it to the top, then what we talked about last week about leaving the truck, you know, against the hoist. Well, the load would go against the hoist at the top, and the old engines are rolling. You better get down and shut that off while you're underneath the you know truck. Right. You know, so yeah, so it, it's just amazing stuff, you guys and. And spring ride, my, my first truck was all spring ride. You know, the trailer was these huge rack of springs. It would beat the hell out of you. You know, you, you see some of the mixers out there and how oh, rough yeah. they ride. and Drove them. Yeah, drove them. Yeah, you drove them, Jim. And, you know, we're, we have air ride trailers. We have air ride cabs. We have air ride trucks. We have air ride front ends on some of this stuff. And I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to spit out is, is it's just like yard 23 is it will be better give it give us a chance yeah, you know it's not going to be 40 years you know right. and that's how long it's taken to come up with inventions and then also i mean if i'm 40 more years it makes me really old but i would love to see it in 40 years i would i want to oh, be God. around in 40 years and see where all the trucks are at See what what we're doing. That that's exciting. That'd be cool. You know, it's like the, you know, goofy thing it is is the microwave and your cell phones and. Did you take a drone picture of the property before you did anything yet? So when we had the phase two in done, Linda. So that's an environmental inspection of phase one and phase two. They sent us over some really great pictures from back in the fifties of how oh. two seventy wasn't there all that and I, I plan on trying to get that made into some photos 
and have that stuff and or a timeline we, of how yeah yeah we have we have some timeline pictures so yeah good good stuff so yeah just just everybody hang in there you know i mean i i got on my list from led bulbs to from condescent bulbs to how long things last to how bright they are you know and and then also a, a quick thing everything usually causes a problem or for every action, there's a reaction, no matter how goofy that sounds. I love LED bulbs. I think they look cool. They're bright. I have a thing for lights. But in the middle of a, a snowstorm, they create absolutely no heat. Yep. So it doesn't melt the snow. And, yeah. <laughs> and the snow molds, you know, flows over and molds over. You can't see one damn light. You know, that light is really cool. But in the middle of a snowstorm, when you really want some lights... There's no heat. Right. It doesn't doesn't show. So good and bad. Good and bad with everything. Good and bad with your with your hardwires. You know, good and bad with, with hauling whatever you get assigned. It's just how we're gonna look at it. Good and bad. Yeah, that's look how far we've come in dispatch when we used to hand write out and paper, fold up tell right on the top, first, yeah. second, third, first uh, times two, yeah. fold them up and put them in the driver boxes and now they're getting them on an Axon app. And, yeah, we you know we we're about to, Linda, and you, and you know about it, Jam. You can speak a little bit about it, but you guys were we're about to go to Paycom. Okay, it's it's a uh, it's and I talked about it on one of the other podcasts. It's a HR based platform that should give the, the you guys as employees, drivers, mechanics, wash bay, even myself, so much power on how to ask for a a day off, how my check looks. I mean, Ryan, when you talked about you don't you go over your paycheck when you get it, this will send out your paycheck before you get your paycheck and you can approve it. You can look at oh, it, really check yeah. out your halls, yeah. approve it, go go Joanne, it's all good, you send it back, we kick you out a paycheck. Very little mistakes. Wow, that's cool, yeah. right? That's really cool, and we're we're excited. But but is there going to be some crappy things we'll find with it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure right. in a snow. I'm sure in a snowstorm it won't work. In a perfect world, <laughs> maybe not. But. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think about. I'm gonna tell a story about Linda picking on me some more. I, I just I just remember when we got Samsara. You guys know how hard I advocated for Samsara, and then we go live. And then Linda goes to do something on some stuff. She's like, this sucks. I'm like, what? <laughs> I wasn't picking on you. No, I know you're not picking on me. But my point is, yeah, we figure out we figure out things later. Yeah. And then we got to manipulate the system to work for us. I think yeah. Samsara is great for the AI and the training and everything else. I still think it's not the best for the dispatch part of it and looking at it like that. But it's it works. I mean, it does. Yeah. We just needed to learn it better and, you know, go from there. But I think Samsara is a better better yeah, for JFW for sure. Yeah, it's got some it's got some pros for sure. Yeah. I wasn't aware of the cons, but you've pointed those out. <laughs> so Several same, times. So to say the same thing with Paycom, I mean, some of the things that it's going to do is amazing. The fact that a driver could look at their paychecks before the check is cut, because right now if there's a mistake, you right. got to, you know, either Joanne's going to be like, okay, do you need the check today? Can you wait to next paycheck? Or now it'll just be like, hey, there's a mistake. Oh, we'll fix it. Yep. You know, sorry we paid you too much. We'll take that money back. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, right. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, good, exciting stuff. So, you know, bamboo will go away. 
Yep. You know, just to give you guys all a heads up, Paycom will be the new thing. Yep. I'm sure, you know, people will all have problems downloading it or something. There'll, yeah. there'll be stuff, but... Yeah, there's training that's going to be set up. We're actually <clears throat> pretty cool. We had our Paycom meeting yesterday. Next week's meeting, they're going to have our, they call it a shell, our shell company set up. So oh, it'll okay. actually be live, like drivers can't use it or employees can't use it yet. But we'll be able to see our actual system. Oh, wow. Not everything's going to be in it, but it's moving right along. Good. I think the first paycheck for Paycom is going to be October 3rd. Yes, October so 3rd. So we got, yep. you know, till the end of next month to get it all figured out. But these get, we've been working on it for, well, Joanne and Ann have been working on the deal for months and months. Months. And we've probably been working on the system for at least a month. You know, meetings every week, gathering data, stuff like that. So... It's going to be good. I have yeah. a, I have a, you know how I felt about bamboo. You know? <laughs> yeah. And this I'm is, excited. I love bamboo, but I'm excited for Paycom. Just even the time off features, once a, once the date's blacked out, we'll be able to go in and actually black out that date. You won't be able to request it. Okay. So then you'll know. You'll know beforehand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cut all yeah. that out, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, so if you, you know. You could then, if you have an emergency or something like that, come talk to us. But it's not going to be. I'm just requesting it anyway. Right. You know? Right. So. Anyway. Yeah. So it's it's more powerful for for all of you guys. Yep. It gives. It's robust. Yes, and it automates a lot for Joanne, so Joanne could work on some other things yeah. to yeah. to help the house. Yeah, yeah it'll so. let you like uh, you know. Hopefully, it'll work this way. Like for your for your medical stuff. Once you once you're hired, you can pick all your medical stuff, yep. and then it automatically kicks in. Yep. You don't have to meet with Joanne. We yep. don't have to wait for the you know. You have to wait for the date, but it's it's there. You see it. It's yep. explained. They handle it. Yeah, you want to you you you're giving two percent to your four hundred one k now, and you know something happens, and you want to give four percent. Well, you don't need to talk to anybody. You just go on your app and increase it to four percent. Right. right. That's, yeah. 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 And then yeah, you're more interactive. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. You want to change your, and, and I mean there will be periods, but you want to change your deductions. You can yep. go in and change your paycheck, and it'll show you what those we'll deductions do. do as you change them. Yep. You know, so, in real time. Yeah. yeah. In real time, and then and then there's that. Then you, it has to be approved, Ryan. Yeah. But it'll automatically show you what you're oh. doing. Yeah. I like that. Nice. Yeah. Pretty cool. See what we got next here. Oh, this was yours, Jim. I'll I'll give you a little bit of a break though. You wanted to talk about Amber's game. We've yeah, can been you playing. can can you explain it? I mean, I mean, you've been, you've been playing it with us all. I mean, yeah, it's it's just, it's, it's just interesting. I just wanted to tell everybody. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's cool. So, Amber, I didn't take this from you. I thought you might want to break. What's that? This Talking. Oh, <laughs> I thought no, you might no, want to break. No, take it. <laughs> okay. I want to break. <laughs> so, so anyway, Amber Amber has this game, and it's a box. And it, it boxes. I think it's called Angel Cards, if I'm not mistaken. Linda gets to play, too. So anyway, every morning, Amber comes to us, and you pick a word out of this box, and you have to practice that word for the rest of the day. So there's words like, I know, Jim, you got grace one day. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I got education, so I was trying to learn some new things. Uh, Linda, what's been some Mine of your... Mine was patience yesterday. Ooh, I hope I That was a good one. Right. I had beauty. I had <laughs> compassion. <laughs> Randy's had some funny ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I can't like, think of them now. Like, like yeah. kindness, yeah. you know what I mean, or, or something like that. And it's a word. We, we all put it up on our computers or tape it somewhere or something. And 
you gotta you gotta focus on that word for the day and it, they're all good words you know so I've been enjoying it. It's something fun, I think, for the office. I think they get it's, worked into emails sometimes. Oh and, yeah, you know, doing a a spin on your word. You know, that was a beautiful thing you said because my word is beauty. Beautiful, right? <laughs> yes, or appreciation. It, yeah, you know, yeah. Was it? Is that what Brother right. Dave got? Was appreciation or gracious? Because. <sighs> Because Amber was kind of tying up the copy machine, and Dave came up and goes, "Oh, I'm I'm glad I have the patience." Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, <laughs> to get that done. So yeah, it's it's been fun. I'm glad she brought that to the table. Yeah, it was. So. It, yeah, it's kind of more of a shout out for Amber. I yeah, appreciated the. It's been fun. You yeah, know? yeah. Amber's been fun. I think she's been a good asset to the yeah. to the JFW family. She brings a lot of stuff. She she does everything joyfully. She's got a good attitude. So, you know, she's actually going to be taking over. Um, the next, well, we're going to do the next 511 order together, the anniversary shirts. Oh, okay. But she's she's taken that off my hands because that's pretty time-consuming for me. And it's going to be pretty time-consuming for her, too. But I just sure. I just need to make a little sure. room. So, you know, I think she's she's perfect for all those things. And she probably could do a lot more than she's doing. You know, I think she's highly qualified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I mean, not, hope this doesn't sound bad, but she, she was an ad co- Adco, Adcom, Adams, Adams County, County Dispatcher. Yeah, um, and that was a very high stress job for her. Yeah, and I, I think she, you know, and she did it for what ten years? 13? I'm not sure. Quite quite a long time. Anyway, she wanted to step back from that. It was stressful. Yeah. I think it was a, you know, if I'm not putting words in her mouth, I think it was affecting her health a little bit, her mental health and stuff like that. And huh. I can't imagine taking those calls for years like that and the, and the stress and and yeah. so she has so much depth. But we're but you know doesn't want to get too crazy too deep, too deep. you know yeah because because she <laughs> right. needs she needs a break right you know needs to to recover and, and concentrate on herself yeah yeah absolutely yeah. Um, any more word on the cement shortage or do you have that listed yet? I think you covered it didn't you Linda yeah. I mean we're just it sucks right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I and I tried to ask Larry and Mike you know if there was you know anything that's going on and they they don't know their you know hearing from their suppliers on that their suppliers are trying to get it out there as quickly as they can and you know rail carring stuff and it's just it's getting gobbled up so quickly um here locally that's why we're having to go out so far because they rail cart in from pueblo or from laramie and they just can't get i don't know if it's a railroad issue i'm not really sure where yeah. the issue is on that but yeah, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of problems issue. in the world right now yeah yeah you know and that's yeah. something i think about all the time like how fortunate are we to be with a stable company that's been through things like this before that's mm -hmm. that's a topic of discussion you know where right. yeah i want i wanted to mention that earlier when when you talk about the cement shortage, it you know it scares me that oh what if we run out of work? What if they run out of cement? I, hopefully that won't happen. You know right. that they'll run out of cement. But the thing is, is obviously there's a lot of jobs not being completed. Some of those jobs might go away. Like we're just going to put that off for a year. Right. But the sidewalk being repaired, your whatever it might be, the the driveway, the stuff like that. That still has to be done. Right. So if you're looking at it, we're just prolonged. There's just this backlog of work that's just adding up and mm -hmm. adding up and adding up that we got to go get done. Brandon will get, go get it done, and it it could be you know it could be winter work that was supposed to be done this summer that you're blanketing it now because you got to get it done, or you're taking the big heaters, mm -hmm. you're heating the ground to pull the frost out of, and it's and it's going to get done, yeah. you guys. So it's not. It's not depressing. 
it's just not helpful for how we've been running the business. Well, and I think they also might be innovating. I know that Dave's wife, Janet, had some time back saying that they were trying to look into synthetic stuff and Mm -hmm. changing their chemistries and doing alternate sources and trying new innovations and stuff. So, I mean, maybe 20 years from now, people will be like, why did you use cement? (laughs) You know, they'll be like, why? That was really, you know, we've used cement for 100 years. And, you know, maybe (laughs) there's something innovative that comes out of this that, you know, we have to use something else that's. Yep. Who knows? Some inventors out there ready to fix, ready for to have the solution to right. the cement shortage. Or it might be out there already, and they don't know it could be used this way. You know, yeah, like yeah. Biden won't tell anybody. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah, you think it? It just makes me think of the medical breakthroughs. You know, trying right. to cure cancer or a, or a, a pacemaker or you know so, stuff like that because there, there's such a need for that stuff. Well, this is when the need shows up. Yeah. You know. So hopefully, Absolutely. hopefully get that done. Hi, questions from the audience. Chili Dog. If you don't know who Chili Dog is, that's <laughs> Aladdin. And if you don't know who Aladdin is, that's Alan Martinez that drives 0096. I love how these guys get more. Well, it happened to you. It uh, happened yeah. to me. <laughs> I love how people get more than one one handle. So uh, he wanted to ask if there's going to be a gym at Yard 23. And I said that's been brought up. I think Joanne might have brought that up. I don't have the answer to that. You know, maybe, maybe there would be. Maybe it'll be on the wish list. If, if, it, if it's at all in my power and, and Brother Dave's, yeah, Jim. Nice. I mean, really. I want to pick out all the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, I seen that question and, and I thought about it, you know, and, and I know you enjoy going to the gym, Jim, but you also get to leave here for a little bit and, and get away. And, and, I'm, and I'm thinking... You know, yeah, I, I want to have a gym here. I would work out here, but also, do you do you want to be here that much? You know, because I would like like some pool tables, a, a lounge. You know, uh, uh, you know, over, we went over to Fiori's uh, a place over here at uh, the old Rainbow Bakery, and they have a hell of a gym set up. Really? You know, <laughs> excuse me, in one of the areas where they used to keep bread, and it's a cooler, kind of a cooler cool room so it's great to work out in you know that kind of stuff and yeah i think it's yeah i want to well do people utilize it a lot did you ask them yes there's there's a group of of people at the end of the day yeah yeah we were over there in the middle of the day it was quiet in the middle nobody was in there in the middle of the day but yeah and i think that's you know i just i just don't want people to get you're here 12 hours and you're then you're here two more hours lifting but if you have the opportunity where we can serve you right absolutely yeah, I think that would be awesome. Uh, just to let you know, would I want to be here? I'd rather work out here than drive somewhere to work out, 100%. But if we don't have a gym, I'm, I'm still good driving. But <laughs> going to the gym for me, so everyone knows, I take a pretty long lunch and I go to the gym every day, or almost every day. It's stressful for me. It's like I feel like I need to be here. I feel like I'm missing out on something. Uh, it's a rush to get there. It's a rush to get changed. My workout is rushed. Like, it sounds really cool. And don't get me wrong, I I rather be stressed out going to the gym than not going. But it's not all that glamorous for me. It's no, like no, because I I've like, called you oh, and you answer your phone. Oh yeah. you, you you answer the radio. I I, yeah, I know it's I not. And and you're trying to you're trying to fit that in. And yeah. and and that's all of us, Jim. You know. Yeah. And and it's not still like this is the the work 
the work just it, it doesn't fall, end no yeah, it falls it into everything end. yeah i'm fortunate to be able to go but yeah, yeah it's uh it's it's a quick it's it happens fast Let's it would just definitely be more convenient for sure <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely right i mean like uh, I, I don't know yeah we could have meetings while we're working out yeah, you know, yeah. You just, you know, hey, you hey are you are you done with your third set? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, and then Ryan, you had a you had a question from the audience, but it's a question from Ryan since he's not in the audience. But I have a question before your question. Okay. Since we started touching on CB handles, so you started out as probably Ryan, and then you got called Big Hungry. Yes. How did Big Hungry come about? Okay. So um, <laughs> when I was in the oil field, um, we were on a job site, and it was we were there for probably three weeks. And the <clears throat> company man who was in charge of the entire pad, you know, I'd pass him, see him in passing, you know, this and that throughout, you know, the whole time we were there. And every time he passed me, he would say, you know, he would, he, he would say, you're always eating, someone, eating something when I pass you. I'm going to call you Big Hungry. Uh, I, like <laughs> so, I like it. So. That's great. It's fitting for sure. And then how did that morph into Big Empty? I know the oh, answer, but boy. you can tell that. Um, uh, well, uh, yeah. So I, <laughs> let's just say um, I ran out of fuel. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to just cut, cut and dry. I uh, ran out of fuel. Uh, so let me ask you, when you ran out of fuel, did you top off the night before that morning? I top off, yes, well, yes, he, I did. Okay. He did, yeah. yes. What was the problem? You just drove too far? How many miles did you drive? Uh, I think it was roughly a little over 600 miles, huh? I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I think we did have a problem. We did discover a problem with that one, Freightliner, right? From yes, I mean, yeah, was it was the, the something with the fuel management system. Yeah, yeah um, you, your fuel management, you ran out yeah. of fuel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. What's your question, Ryan? Uh, so, actually, my question is for uh, Linda. Um, I was just wondering how to uh, handle, um, like, undelivered dispatches in Axon. Is that something that we can still do on our own um, yes. in, in the app? Or is it something that you, you guys would rather do if to you take can, them off? If you can do it in the app, that's the best way to do it. You just have to mark it as undeliverable. But then you have to put in a ticket number that's a unique ticket number and not a duplicate and whatever. So one, two, three, four, five is already taken. One, okay. two, three, four, five, okay. six, seven, A is taken. You know, so, so some of those it. are already taken. Change take. it every time. Okay. Right. So you, I try to go in there and clean those up so that you can reuse a ticket number. But if I'm not here or it gets behind or something like that, then it, it'll give you the error that you got the other day. Okay. That's why, that. yeah, that's why I yeah, was kind of confused. Yeah, that's why you got the error had, on that. You, know, like, you can always call in and say, hey, can you get clean up some of the my dispatches and stuff? And I can go in and, and clean up your stuff on that. I try to do that. Um, like for today, I would clean up from Friday or Saturday back. So okay. anybody that doesn't have stuff, I try to get those undispatched so it doesn't clog up your axon. Um, I started to do that. I didn't leave enough days because I had people that on Tuesday were putting in their tickets from Friday and I had already oh, yeah. taken out their axons and they're like, Hey, mm. can you send me over five, whatever? And I was like, what? Well, it's because I had already cleaned up cleaned it out. that yeah. day and yeah. they hadn't put their tickets in. So there's a fine line. I don't want to take that out before everybody has an opportunity to put their stuff in. You should be putting in, in as you go 
or at the very least at the end of every day um, so that it all gets updated in the system and we can go from there. And then, like I said, if it's somebody who's, you know, little ADD and wants to have it out of their system, yeah. they can call and say, hey, can you remove those out of there? And okay. It, it's, to be honest, going to be a lower priority. <laughs> right. So we're going to get tickets out and or we're going to get stuff done and then I'll get to it. I usually keep a little list on my okay. desk. And that's kind of why I like doing it in the app. That yeah. way it's one less thing you guys have to deal right. with as well. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, when they're using a unique ticket number, is it any combinations of letters and numbers? It can be any combination. And so. any amount of digits? Yeah, so, uh, there's probably a limit on the amount of digits, but I don't so know what it is. So if you just went in your phone and you were just like, just random. Yeah, if you just ran your fingers over the, the keyboard <laughs> and stuff, that You'd would probably come up with a unique one and, and it'll go okay. away gotcha. on that. But I guess you, the odds are you could do that too if you went like straight across the line or something but okay yeah it's just because it's it somebody has used it and it hasn't been deleted out of the system you know we're in the beginning we have stuff from the very beginning still in the system when we were testing it and we have ticket number one two three four is still in there because uh, okay. i can't get it out you know so there's stuff like that but that's usually what happens on that but if you mark it undeliverable it should go away and leave your axon and if that doesn't happen, please give us a call and we'll get rid of it manually on our side. Okay. Same thing. I know some of the drivers have had issues with saying that they've put in their ticket number and the picture and it's not showing up or it's not giving them a check mark. If you want to call in, I would say nine times out of 10, it has been updated in the system and I, verif I can verify that. Um, to do that just to see we just pull up your tickets for the day and I can say which ticket are you looking for and oh yep it's here and it's good okay. um, I have had an occasion where it's not so you know if you're if you're in question call and see because it's your pay and it's what JFW gets paid on too right okay so very good yep good question all right safety topic of the week I heard some radio chatter this morning I know Jim you almost jumped on the radio uh, they were talking about using your pinch valve while your trailer is coming down. There's a couple. There's a couple different parts to this. So, number one, if you're going to get out of your truck while your trailer is coming down, absolutely do not use your pinch valve. Pull, pull your, pull your trailer brakes. Right. Pull the. Go I have Linda. a question. Can yeah. you explain to me what the pinch valve is so I can play? Yeah. Yes. So we used to have this thing called a Johnny Bar, Johnson Bar. That was this act. It looked like a directional lever, like a, to turn your turn signals. It would move up and back. And when you pulled it towards you, it would engage your trailer brakes. That was called your okay. Johnny Bar. <clears throat> the new trucks, they don't have a Johnny Bar. They have a pinch valve on the dashboard. It's called a pinch valve because you actually pinch it with your two fingers to engage your trailer brakes. Oh, okay. okay. That's a good way if you were sitting on a red light, for example, and you took your truck out of neutral and you used your pinch valve that's quicker or less effort let's say than using your actual trailer brakes okay it's just just okay. easier but <clears throat> what happens is while people's trailers are coming down they might hit the pinch valve okay jump out of their truck to sw sweep the tailgate off the problem is is your pinch valve or your johnny bar okay may release yes okay there's no lock on that you know if you have an animal or a child in there they could bump it or sometimes they may just release on their own it's not the safest way to apply. You need, if you're going to use your pinch valve or a Johnny bar, your ass needs to be in that seat the whole time. So that's how some of the people get run over by their own trucks. Something could, similar to could that very, could happen. Could okay. very well be, right? Now, 
if you set your trailer brake, you pull your red knob, you keep your yellow one pushed in, now your trailer brakes are set, that's evacuated the air out of those brake chambers. Those, those brakes aren't Not releasing. Okay. Yeah, so that's a pretty safe way. I know I did hear guys are walking underneath their trailers, and that seems to be dangerous. However, we used to inspect our trailers with it up in there. So you would stand your trailer up, you'd sweep out, and then I remember being under there looking up. You're looking for cracks and, you know, things wrong with your trailer. Or checking brake stroke or Checking brake stroke, yeah. yeah, yeah so right. going under there while it's coming down may not be the brightest idea, but also... You know, uh, I guess we'll say it's not the safest. Yeah, yeah to- totally agree. I mean, if I could add my two cents, I of think course. if you're in the middle of dumping, you know, and you're running the trailer up, and I don't know why anybody would want to walk underneath your trailer, there's, you know, at the minimum 25 tons above your head. Right. You know, and, and when you're talking about it, <clears throat> Jam, our trailers were empty. Right. That's when, you know, 99.9% of the time, they weren't going, whatever might break wasn't going to break because there's right. no weight on it. Right. It's up in the air empty. And like you said, Ryan, checking brake stroke, checking cracks, checking the gin poles, greasing yeah. it. I, if, I, if I didn't have to lay on my back and I could raise that front set of tandems in my face, right. I would check brake stroke or check the brake. So yeah. I would be underneath the trailer. I think that's totally safe. I think. I think once it's empty and it's coming down, I'm still not, I guess I understand the conversation that somebody would set their brakes, run underneath their trailer to yeah. like the back and sweep off. I, I guess I, if, if you're doing your pinch valve or your Johnny bar or your trolley valve or your Johnson bar or whatever you want to call it, and you're doing that, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Bad idea. Bad idea. I think if the brakes are set and you would do that and you're empty, but... Let's let's not do it. Yeah, I don't understand the purpose. Like I see, set your trailer brakes, let your trailer come down. You want to save thirty seconds. You're sweeping your tailgate off as the trailer is coming down. I don't see the point of walking under it to get to the other side because you don't really need to do anything. Yeah, I think I, I tried to think of a thing just like you're doing, Jam, and I thought, well. Maybe if I pulled forward and I had my mud flat flip up on my tire right. as I was dumping, mm. maybe I would walk over to that side, flip it off, and then sweep. But right. not every time. No. Yeah. No, it just okay. wouldn't 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 be a thing. All right. So let's not do that. Yeah. You heard yeah, it but here. It, and I, I think the you know a couple people were like upset about walking underneath the trailer. Yeah, when you're dumping, there's that. Let's not let's not do that. Right. You know. But I think if you see somebody out inspecting their trailer and it's in the air. I think that's okay with their brake set. Right. Right? Good yes. point. Yeah. Okay. Well, Super Dave's not here, so we're going to... Are we calling a high road hauling, Jim? Are you going to call it a high road hauling? You know, I... Words of wisdom <laughs> from Jim. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I was like... I was thinking of Super Dave, and I'm like, well, I almost said, well, in the memory of Super Dave, you know. No, but, that sounds like he's not coming back. Right? It sounded terrible, and I'm like, no, I can't. How can I do that? Where I'm, where it's a tribute to Dave, an honor. Try, yeah, an honor yeah. to try to try to fill his shoes. The problem is, Super Dave usually will leave us one to read, and he and he didn't. And he didn't. And when he listens to this, he's going, ah, oh, I should have left you something, right? Because yeah. I, because he's probably got one written up. Is mm-hmm. the the crazy thing? So. Yeah, if you if you don't mind, I'll I'll, I'll jump in right quick. So, I ran across something, you guys, and we're ta- we talked about it this whole podcast. We talk about it every podcast, you know, right or wrong, good or bad, you know, the big piece of the pie, little piece of pie, put the shopping cart away, all that kind of thing. So, life is two sided. Everybody's pretty much got to agree with me. No matter what you do, 
and then and then what side do you do you want to pick? And and each day we're going to be on both sides. It's just, it's just because we're human nature. So I ran across this. So these words each have. Uh, so the first one here, I'll, I'll just do it this way. So cry and joy have three letters. Are you going to cry or are you going to be joyful? That's the side here. Okay, four letters: hate or love. Which which side you going to be on? Five letters: lying or the truth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Seven. I did. I had to. I, I added them up as I wrote them down. <laughs> Seven letters: enemies or friends. Wow. Oh, wow. That's... Okay. Ten letters: negativity or positivity. Mm. Which two sides? Yep. No matter what you look at in life, there's two sides. You wake up in the morning. Which side you gonna pick? Yep. Where are you gonna Where are you gonna put that first step? So that was just. I don't know if that that, that ties into like Freddie's thing too. Yeah, ten percent yeah. in the ninety. Yeah. So I don't know if that's quite a Super Dave moment, but I I, I, I tried. love it. Yeah. Great. I think you did great. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Final thoughts, everybody? Uh, I have, if you guys, if somebody will jump in there, I just have something from Jimmy I wanted to, Jimmy V, I wanted sure. to read right quick here. Ryan, so. your final thoughts? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to tell everybody, just keep grinding. Uh, keep doing the best you can every day. Um, if we take care of the house, the house will take care of us, you know? Amen. Um yeah, just uh, stay humble, you know, stay focused, you know, it's hot, you know, just uh, let's uh, show the world what we can do. Get off your hardwire. Get off your hardwire. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Linda? I just want to express how grateful I am to all of our awesome drivers yeah. that we have here. Um, we have just a, such a good crew here, but we also have great mechanics we have great wash bay people. We have great office staff, the steering committee. We have the best dispatch team. I mean, we just have everybody is, yeah. is so good here, and we forget to tell people how grateful we are to have them here and how much we appreciate that. So i just like to take opportunity in the pad- podcast that goes out to the world yep. to say thank you to everybody. Yeah, worldwide. I love yep. that, Linda. My final thoughts is a quote. You guys probably heard it. What we do in life echoes in eternity. And that's from Maximus. What is it? Aurelius. Aurelius. Yeah, Yeah, from Gladiator. And that's so true. Like, we talk about legacy and and stuff like that. And, Linda, you're so proud to be here. And I'm so proud to be part of a company. Like, the whole Yard 23 thing going on. Like, all this stuff is going to echo for a really long time. And it it matters. Yeah. It does. Yep. It does absolutely matter. Yeah, so everybody, I, I got a, a text from Jimmy V a couple weeks ago, uh, Jimmy Villagrana, that was on the podcast and ties in with Linda, you being thankful and, and Jam, you, you know, you're talking about eternity. And he has a good friend of his uh, that he wrote me in a text that made a Facebook post. And uh, Jimmy calls the gentleman Pops. So I, I something like a father figure or been so long with him. Uh, you know, has a knowledge of, you know, that father figure pops. So he, he writes to, to Jimmy here, or writes in the, the post, uh, good, uh, good morning, Sir Miho. You have so much to be thankful for. Who else can get up, jump in a rig, drive around this beautiful state? 
And and this is, you know, I'm going to read into this. This is this guy's vision of our state. Beautiful, you know. And we all agree. We we beautiful sunrises, sunsets. You know what we all have, and and so I agree with that. But some mornings when I get to drive in here, I'm not looking at any of that. You know, there's just that what faces in front of us. So. Uh, drive around in our beautiful state. The scenery, mountains, city, small towns, the greenery, yet still snow on top of the mountains. So we've, we've also, I mean, we look out there, still snow on top of the mountains, right? Um, so he's kind of funny here. He says, the taco trucks, the burger joints, the people you meet, uh, the people you serve, etc. And you get paid, and you on top of it, you get paid for all that and more. Huh. So you're so th- this is a this is you know Jimmy's friend you know going look look at this I mean and maybe maybe Jimmy was down at some point and and this guy picked up on that so I love you, that you know you look at you're looking all out around yeah. and you're getting paid of it so and I, and I don't know if it was on this day but the the gentleman says um, a- actually it's Carlos Gutierrez I should I should say that hopefully that was his name from the post but he said Happy Freedom Day. May God carry you in the palm of his hand daily in Jesus' name. Mm. You know, so religious or not, I hope somebody's carrying me in their hand and looking out for me. And and happy Freedom Day. Uh, we, we read the, if that has anything to do with the Pledge of Allegiance and in our wonderful country, you know, happy Freedom Day. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the freedoms we enjoy that we, that we miss out on. So, Jimmy, you know, thank you, buddy. It... Uh, you gave me a, a final thought. Thank you to to Carlos. I believe was the gentleman's name. So, yeah, that's that's it. And 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 j- just so I can finish here, guys. So, Armando this morning. I believe that's that's Daniel's son. Um, uh, and then also Veronica and Alonzo, since he works here now. Uh, her daughter Giselle. It made my heart just sore. To have those two kids this morning, I, I told the guys before we started the podcast here that, and I mentioned it: a sunrise, a sunset. I have beautiful children. I love my wife. I have fantastic people I work with. But to hear those voices say good morning yeah. and thank you, and they're so, you know, Ryan, you said it brings a smile to your face, doesn't it? Yep. The the joy. God, you guys, we have so much to be thankful, and those two little, those little people, just have so much. I hope we, I hope we don't ruin them <laughs> someday by our adultism. <laughs> yeah, that they're always the, saying good morning and thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that we don't. That some person doesn't take that them. joy. Yeah, you know, yeah. doesn't give them the beaten puppy. The innocence. Yeah, yeah. they're so innocent right now you know what i mean yeah and, yeah armando's yeah. armando's good morning and thank you was yeah. pure yeah 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 good. And, and all of veronica and alonzo's kids they're they're all a, they're a, such a, nice a children light. aren't they no, absolutely yes. i've bragged about them before so absolutely yeah your kids corner you did with bella it's just gosh you guys we have as adults we have so much responsibility to ourselves to each other to JFW, you know, no wonder we get crabby right. <laughs> when our when our the weight we truly have on our shoulders. If you if you think about what our responsibilities are to each other, you know, it's yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's a lot. And you still got to put the shopping cart away, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> pick, up, pick up that piece of trash off the ground. We go on and on and on. And right? Yeah, you could. Yeah. We can make another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's two and a half hours long. So. Okay. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. We got to get out of here. <laughs> we got work to do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ryan, thanks for being here. Linda, Thank thanks you, for Ryan. being here. As always, Thank Jim, you. pleasure. Yeah. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, guys. Yay. See Thank you, everybody. You. Woo!